Nice. Since he was the highest Axis non-snafu player. <laughs> You're not gonna buy my ticket? I see how it is. You gotta yeah, win we'll the damn thing. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll buy you a ticket to a thing you can't go to. If that makes works. perfect sense. Well, it's easier to reimburse. Exactly. Right? <laughs> zero dollars of zero is yep. zero. It's amazing how that works. Was my first guy my so my first guy was Tom. Was my second guy John? Snafu. Situation normal. All all fouled up. This is Snafu. Alright, welcome to another episode of Snafu. Theaters Thanks. of War edition, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, pretty much Theaters of War. Yeah. Okay. So this It was a tournament six. we were all at. Right, and we decided we would record, well, something might be remember. I might remember something in my brain. Or all of us might remember something in our brain. No, too late for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, alright. <laughs> but as always, um, so yeah, we're going to talk Theaters of War, but first we're going to talk about Hobby. Because I, mean, I painted something this this month, uh, and I know and I know Dale did because he submitted the wrong list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so let's start let's start with you, Dale. What did you paint this month? I painted a truck. Just any old truck, or some kind of Soviet truck? Um, I don't actually think it was Soviet. I I I went downstairs and went through all of the unpainted boxes of miniatures I have <laughs> and, found, and right. found a warlord labeled truck box Just with a, a truck. picture of a truck on it <laughs> and I pulled that out and put it together and painted it. I don't think it was actually a Russian truck. It was it's just a truck. I'm trying to remember what it looked like. I saw I saw a picture of it. I thought it so, was kind of looked Russian. It looked trucky. I mean it had it four wheels and you know uh, an area behind the cab where you could stack stuff together and Russia's in a unique position. They could have anybody struck. Yeah. <laughs> they really could. That's whatever whatever truck they found. Yep. They only yeah. posted like a side profile, so I can't tell. But did it have a red... Did you put a red star on it? No, I didn't. No. He got it airbrushed. That's about as good as it gets. Yeah, it's I really just... good for I just air, airbrushing it, but... Yeah, I just airbrushed it and inked a few things. <laughs> and I can't it. tell what that is. It almost looks German. I'm scrolling up to find it. So. Oh, that looks... That looks like an Opal Blitz with a wood with like the wood bed on it. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. It doesn't have enough tires in the back for an Opal Blitz, though, does it? That there was, I thought they had a dualies in the back, but maybe not. Well, maybe. But I, I think that one has dualies actually. The f- the f- the front does look like a. Oh, I meant two set two axles. Not, oh sorry. no, yeah, it's just one axle. Yeah, not you may have dualies, but it, and I thought the Opal Blitz had two axles. But um, the 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 thing that gave it to me was the roof and the little triangle thing on top. That I think that's a very German truck thing. Which they could have stolen it from anywhere. Who knows? Easy. They're not going to. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Doesn't make, doesn't doesn't bother me at all. Cool. Yeah. Is that anything else this month, or is that what, is that kind of what you focused on? Is getting ready for the theaters of war list? Or um, yeah. I mean, yeah. That I, I painted that. I've moved. I moved my hobby room into its own dedicated space now. Nice. Nice. Um, and then once you you do that, then all of a sudden. All these other rooms need paint, 
and <laughs> shelves and new blinds on the windows, and then it just devolved from there. So, sure. But all that's done, um, and so now it's it's uh, um, now it's it's like dedicated hobby time. So nice. I've got I've got two projects that are not bolt action related on my t- my <laughs> painting desk. Uh, both of them are board games. I have two miniatures for board games I have to start painting. Um, and then I just got a, a big box of Warlord metal miniatures. So Yeah, for someone for someone that doesn't like metal miniatures, your next project is a yeah. lot of torture. But um, what's nice is is having moved the hobby into its own space and dusting off the air compressor and cleaning out the airbrushes and stuff like that so I could crank out that truck in like 45 minutes. Okay. Um, it yeah. was, I'm like, oh yeah, this, I can remember <laughs> why I enjoyed this so much once upon a time. Right. And so I'm actually, now that all the other stuff with the house is kind of wrapped up, I can actually sit down. I'm kind of looking forward to, to turning on the compressor and breathing in some fil- uh, little you know, microscopic things into my lug. I probably shouldn't. But wear a mask. Just, yeah, wear a mask. You should have one lying around somewhere at this point. I already have to wear a mask <laughs> too much every day, so. <laughs> so wear um, something else. I don't Actually, know. I've got um, I've got one of those like construction asbestos masks that I wear. The when the, the, the canister, the side canister right. ones. Yeah, but that's what you should be. Yeah, exactly. But I just wear that in public. Is that okay? Um, Currently, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. As long as you wear the accompanying, you know, radioactive suit as you oh, walk for sure. around with Oh, it. for sure. I wear the full body suit with it, too. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so hot and humid right now that that mask gets to gets to be really kind of tough kinda, to wear. But, I mean, sucks. anyways, it's 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 there. It's exciting. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So You know, it's 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 actually still warm enough where you could just open the windows and pump a fan, push, push a fan out, the, like, you know, push the air out with a fan. That you would not necessarily need to wear so, a mask, I guess. Friggin' humid, though. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Eh, fair. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. I mean, it's it's only really rough if my two projects, the the board game projects, are are, are kind of shorter. Just a handful of miniatures are not great. Sure. But when I when I start cracking on with this new army project for bolt action, you know, that's you know a two hour session, a three hour oh, session. Yeah. And so then it gets to be real, you know. So we'll we'll have to see how it goes. So. Yeah, you think it's humid outside? Wait until you spray you know, you're spraying an airbrush for three hours, and the room is misty, misting with paint. It's pretty humid then too. Yeah. yeah. So, but well, you know, getting some hobby, some real actual hobby. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's good. I'm excited for your project. Um, you're going to spend a lot of time airbrushing. I can tell you right now. I, I can see it coming. But that's, I mean, that's okay. And yeah. Um, going back through, I'm starting to think. I'm, I'm trying to think again. You know, the exercise because it, it there's there's an exercise in depending upon how you want to airbrush, and mm-hmm. and and use your brush. You know, if you if you plan out, okay, I'm airbrushing these parts, and then you can either mask. Yep. There's different ways you can mask parts, or you come back in and rebase, and those kinds of things. And so it's kind of fun. It's kind of a fun little puzzle sometimes to work out. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm airbrushing these four colors on these parts of the miniatures or the 30 miniatures or however many it is you're painting. And then you, you batch all that, then you come back in with your brush and fill in the bits. And yeah, anyway, yeah, totally. that can be kind of a fun thing sometimes. Totally. 
Mm -hmm. be, yeah, you'll you'll have a blast with that project, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, unless Sounds you get like really I've been airbrushing wrong. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I could see that would stump you is just the fact that you're going to be working with metal miniatures again. Like, um, I I I think it's. Um, I don't. I don't have time to really search too much no, right, yeah. to you find get, alternatives. Yeah. Now, see, and but and, but that's another part of the hobby that that some people are like really into, and they're they're digging and they're trying to find the best bits, and they really spend time. Okay, that's the puzzle for them. Where yeah, can I find yeah. these bits, and how am I going to put them together, and converting? That's I've never been any good at that. So that's yeah. that's not me at right. all. No, you know, totally, being able, totally okay, understand. I need this. I can get it here. I'm grabbing it. And I'm just moving on with it. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, do you have any of those grippy, those little handle things? Um, I've, um, you know, I'm talking about Citadel makes them, but there's there's other ones on the market that have like a cover over them, so you can't like touch the top of your model. Uh, which, I I don't have any of those. I have a bunch of big corks. Okay, same, and some same sticky tack, and yep. I I just use that. So okay, the other ones were the the ones I saw were interesting because they had a. They had a, a, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's a hook over the top of it. So that instead of touching the top of the model with your hand for some reason, if you ever had to, like, put it in a different position, this had, like, a little protector over it, which I thought was kind of interesting. See I if just, I can find a link to it. I just paint my fingers. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it depends on what you're doing, too. If you're doing, like, touch-up and, like, like this, I'm talking more like brushwork than I'm talking airbrush work. Um, this is good for yeah, getting, me too. It's like tinting it upside down and stuff. I don't paint my fingers when I'm doing brushwork, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Actually, I take that back. I paint my thumb to get my, you know, get whatever to get your point. Yeah, yeah get my get point, point and get yeah. the extra paint off the brush. But I do that too. Yeah, but that's the only time I paint my hands, unless I'm airbrushing, because I will airbrush my hands. Oh, if I'm airbrushing, I usually wear a glove on my holding hand. Mm -hmm. Those yeah, are also I, very easy to find right now too. Those pull, pull the pull the Michael Jackson on us. Yeah, <laughs> just on the left hand. He wears on his right. Well, then I'm not doing the reverse <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds awful. All right, I, I, don't, I don't airbrush well enough to try to airbrush with my opposite hand. <laughs> the reverse sounds, Michael Jackson. Sounds, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, use use your dominant hand. That's for sure. Would that be she she? <laughs> that, that would be the opposite of Michael Jackson. Yes. Well, he's he, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got, I got the joke. Yeah, okay. yeah. I didn't get it. Could you run through it one more time? One more time. Because <laughs> it's more fun when you explain it. This is going to be a four hundred, a four hundred hour episode for Dale to explain jokes. That sounds great. Uh. <laughs> like, let's not. Okay. All right. Well, I'm next on the agenda, so I'll go next. Um, I painted a Panzerwerfer forty two. Mm-hmm. And I'm regretting it. No, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to it during the tournament. It looked nice. Discussion. It did look okay. I was happy with the result. Yeah. So, I have two, th three airbrushes. If you count my cheapo starter one, I don't. And oh yeah, I, I don't. I, that one just sits in the box. It doesn't really do anything. I probably scavenged any parts I could possibly get off of it and put it in onto other things. Anyway, so I had a I have a Chrome Extreme or a Patriot Extreme, and I have another a, a Sotar. And you'd be damned if any of them worked. For some reason, none of them would blow paint. Duh. Oh. I was super pissed. And I'm like, I have to get this thing done. I'm like super frustrated. And I'm just like, none of these are working. I want to send them back to Badger. Because I'm like, because apparently they will clean them and take care of them. They've got charge me, whatever. No, there's a lifetime guarantee on these. 
Oh, really? So you're supposed to be able to send them back, and they'll fix them and send them back to you. They'll tell me. They'll tell me how awful I've treated mine. Apparently, and, and if you do that, Pat, let me know. I'm going to bring a couple of brushes over and put in the box. <laughs> you, I'm, so. I'm Rick, but I will. Maybe I will. But actually, God damn it. I, I'm, in the, I'm in the same boat, but it just wasn't my turn to talk yet. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I've I was never, heading them off in the past. I've never yeah. tried that, but the last Jeff's time at Renegade, the, again. the um the owner there of Badger Company yeah. was there, and I was talking to him because I, I picked up a new a new Sotar, I think 2020. Okay. And he's like, no, these send them in. We'll fix them and, and send them back. So I'm that's like, that's incredible. Okay, um, okay. Well, I will try that and return information when I find out because I was super frustrated to the point where I just went on Amazon and bought a new Patriot. I was just like, screw it. It's, it was a, they were like cheap enough on Amazon where I'm just like, I'm buying another one. I'll yeah. use this one until I don't until it doesn't work anymore. Way to support the little guys. <sighs> well, it's still Badger. I'm still giving the money to Badger through through Amazon, but. I'd give it to the small guys if I could get it faster. Right. All right. So unfortunately, because of the speed I needed, I couldn't do that. So Amazon was the way to go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was able to finish it with that because I was able to get an airbrush that actually worked. <laughs> so. Useful. Um, yeah. And I'm in the same boat as, so I was working on the Romanians and I've now shelved them to work on another project as well. I haven't received any of the models yet though, so I'm waiting on them. I've seen shipping notifi- notifications from one company and I have at least two other orders out for other models from other places. Mm-hmm. Full metal models, by the way. Again, I'm with you. I'm doing the same thing you are, Dale. Suffering? Uh, I don't suffer from metal models. I okay. don't hate metal models that much. I actually kind of like the weight. I feel like sometimes I'm going to knock plastic models over by you know sneezing or something. So, That's the thing. Right. So, okay, well, now, Pat, it's your turn to talk Okay. You, can, you can put your brushes in my box too. Thanks. Because so, uh, yeah. I, I, I went to, to paint that uh, Hungarian armored car uh, yep. that I was doing, and I was going to go do the little nice little camel pattern. So I grabbed my Sotar 2020 and, you know, mixed and thinned up the paint real nice, put it in the pot, and then it's sputtering. I can't get a straight line out of it. And it's got the nozzle's got the little, the little infant bubbling thing at it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Mm hmm. So I tore that all apart and threw it in the ultrasonic cleaner and struggled to remember how to put it back together because it doesn't go back <laughs> the same way as the Patriot does. No, I remember it. Like, I did the same thing where I'm like, shit, I haven't done this in a while. i got to remember how to put this thing back together. Yeah, it's been a while yeah. since I've used the airbrush. And then yeah. it, and it, I put it all back together, and it was still doing the sputter thing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the Sotar mm-hmm. is, is because you want a fine line with it because it's, you know, it's a yeah. .2 millimeter tip. You know, yep. granted, I use my, my, my Patriot, but I usually I use that just for my train and base coating and stuff like that because it's, you know, really good for things like that. Right. So, yeah, that was aggravating, and so that's why I haven't finished that yet. Maybe I'll pick it up tomorrow and just do brushing on it, but now I have to clean up all the freaking splatter marks on it. So uh, so the splatter things could be, uh, could be a couple of issues. It could be the pressure of your air compressor might be up too high and your paint um, may have it may be drying out it was brand new paint bottle brand new right but if if um, are you adding water to it yes so if you're not like diluting it and mixing it too well and they're just little little specks of paint um, they can get stuck in your airbrush that could cause sputtering as well I mean if, if you cleaned everything and you don't have anything on your needle um, and your nozzle is clean, then the paint in, and your air compressor 
your air compressing compression. I think I run it at eighteen. Which should which should be fine. It's almost as if as if your paint mix isn't you're having an issue with your paint. It could be because I wasn't using the the model air pre-mix stuff. I had I needed a specific color that didn't have right. that, so I had to mix mix it myself. So that so certainly could have been part of it. I would try I would try like um, a, a model air something a different paint to see if you're having the same issues because then if the, if, you, if the other paint's going through fine then you know that it's with your mix so. sure but i was aggravated at 10 30 at night <laughs> oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. totally so but i will i'll absolutely try that in the upcoming days uh, and then i also painted so a while back uh we had we'd, we'd all gotten some trench work models that they handed out one of the conventions those, yeah uh, those yeah. d-day landing ones They're really nice Mm-hmm. I put them together and painted them up, and you know what? Now I can use them for my Marines. I'll use them as lieutenants or something. So there's some pretty there sweet models. Do they, have you tried setting them next to other Warlord models and seeing if they look okay? No, the other Warlord models are put away. Those are the only, oh. two, those are the only two models on my desk yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm just curious so. how they look, because I remember them being a little bit, feeling like they might be a little chunkier. Uh, sure. I think I think they are. Yeah. But I think that'll help them stand out as lieutenants on the table. So Sure. I was like, I wonder if they fit better with like the, the March to Hell's models the 3D printed ones that people are starting to like are showing up in random places right now those ones that kind of look into was that the little chubic is that the term I was going to go with chonkers but okay <laughs> what, what, like, what's that style where everything's just kind of a little bloated chi- chibi chibi yeah so maybe it's a kind of kind of looks along those lines without I like chonkers better <laughs> I do kind of like chonkers better it's I think we're going to coin a new term whenever you see a model like that it's now chonkers chonkers alright Fair His name is Chonkers. <laughs> uh, I put together, I put the uh, factory and train table back together, and mm. I got that all uh, sectioned off, and I've got marked out everything. So now I'm going to start painting on that this month. Uh, I wrote player packs for Operation Snafu and the Recon Rumble. Nice. So you guys, Jeez, you're, you're way ahead of the curve here. Uh, well done. Don't have as much time as you think. Oh, I have, two, I have. If I have more than two days, that's too much time. Okay, I'm joking. <laughs> He's not as, wrong. As we record, we are 83 days out from Operation Snafu. That's a long time still. That's almost three months, Pat. Come on. <clears throat> oh yeah, we're super procrastinators here. Sorry. Yeah, uh, at least I am. I, uh, sure. I am. I am. Unfortunately, so, I, I have three other big things happening in my life before then. So it's like. <laughs> I'm like hell. That's three months away. I got tons of time. Well, if I'm not over prepared, I'm I'm not prepared. So well, there has to be one of us. That's right. Thanks. Thank, thank God there I'm is. Grateful. I'm grateful you're here. <laughs> yep. Because if if it were if it were the other three of us, we probably wouldn't have an Operation Snafu this year. <laughs> we probably wouldn't well, have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I, you're probably right. I got it started, but Chad has definitely kept the ball rolling. He's keeping the tor- the torch lit for the team here. Well, sure. as long as you guys are still having fun, we'll keep doing this. Well, I was going to say, we'd, we'd probably maybe still have a podcast, but it would be like once every three or four months. Be like whenever whenever I can get it edited. So Right. Yeah, this, is, this works out for everybody better. That well, pat is on the ball. That's what we do. And then we'll, we'll see what we get rolling for the rest of the hobby. I, I kind of uh, stumbled across... Some battlefield terrain that sparked another table idea. <laughs> of course, it did. And then yeah. uh, uh, we'll, we have a, a new sponsor batting Operation Snafu, and that's Game Mat EU. Oh, yeah. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's great. Uh, they they extended a nice discount to me on their stuff, but shipping from I think they're in Prague. They're in Poland, I think, aren't they? Uh, I think they're in Prague. Somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, somewhere in that. Somewhere there. 
yeah, just the, yeah, somewhere near the source of the peak. And the shipping from there was fifty-five freaking dollars. But <laughs> ouch. But they're virtually uh, giving us a game mat, and then they'll also be submitting us a, a discount code that will go in our players' pack too. So nice. uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, we've got a couple more on board. Uh, I know we've also got GC Minis. Alan said he's gonna he's gonna throw some stuff our way for it too. So sweet, thanks, Alan. As yeah, we get yeah. as we really get closer, cool. we'll get the full list of all these people together, and we'll make sure they get their proper acknowledgments. But those are the two latest ones to add to the list. Very cool. So, and yeah. I, I missed it, but I did try to find my army, my bolt-action army, at, at um, stateside retailers, but they there wasn't any in stock, so I had to go. I had to go to Warlords. So. Yeah, that was. I had the same problem actually. I was looking for stuff from them, but all the stuff I needed from Warlord was like super weird, um, like niche niche stuff. And yeah, mine's pretty it. niche. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, is, is, you yep. you would run across the you know. The actual what you're trying to do with the other ones weren't quite exactly the historical elements that you're looking for yeah, yeah. well and yeah th- that was so there's always the stuff that's like warlord direct and i was like everything i needed was like basically warlord direct so i felt bad but i was just like i can't i can't order for me if i can't get it through you know yeah if they're going to provide it to retailers yeah right. it's tricky too because i'd hate for someone to order some of this niche stuff and then have it sit there for right. three years, and right. no one walks in and wants it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. right. someone needs to do. There's a there's a guy on Twitter. I can't remember his name, but his war his but he sells Warhammer stuff. But he like buys an entire army's worth of stuff and he gives it at a killer discount. Because what is his name? Mini Stomp. Mini Stomp. Yeah, that's like yeah. He's I'm a like, Someone should do that for bolt action. Just be like, I I I built a you know I built a Soviet list. Here, someone buy it for 120 bucks. Or whatever you know. That, that was uh, mini stop was pretty cool at doing that. Uh, all right, Patty got is, got anything else to share? Feels about like hobby? Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> I, I feel I, like I, you I, haven't I'm, adequately I'm, su- supplied enough hobby updates. Okay, I, I've I've got two of the scenarios written for Recon Rumble. Okay, all right. So, maybe. oh, I guess if you're writing player packs, that's okay. So you haven't written scenarios. I don't feel so bad now. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Gotta leave something for next month. Jesus. Well, <laughs> oh, Pat, we're getting really close. I know. <laughs> 80, 80, 83 days, Pat. That's not uh, as many days as you want it to be. It's no, it never. No, it never is. No, it never is. That's right. right. Especially when I'm staring down at that, that that factory table and going, "Well, there's a lot of stuff to paint on there," and I got to start well, getting those rubble kits, and you know, we'll we'll see how far I get when we, when I record next month. Sure. Nope. I've gone to Jeff. All right, let's Jeff. Jeff, what have you been working on? <laughs> uh, let's see. What hasn't he been working on? Well, no. I stopped making the joke a while ago, and he didn't have as many updates. So. It's true. It's true. Although this he let one, me down once, and I was like, "That's it." Don't it's work. true. Once in a while, I can be disappointing. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay to disappoint. It's, it's a good yeah. expectation to have. Yeah. Let's see. Disappointment what did, is good. What did I do for this one? Well, I, I obviously I painted the Italian army for the Theaters of War tournament. Just an entire army. No big deal. No big deal. So. Uh, what else did you do that Saturday? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and you still went out to dinner with your wife. <laughs> with your wife? Yeah, no, wait, with his wait, wife. Ah, ah, I yeah. said your wife, not my wife. Yeah, he's trying Jeez. to be funny. <laughs> no, so we got that. It's like 45 miniatures, and then did a little... Spent some time on a couple of the officers to make them look a little nicer. Did uh, 3D printed a couple of Saharianas and uh, painted them up and bought a Rubicon M1340... One, I think it is. I don't know. I was using it as the 1542 because nobody can really tell the difference anyway. <clears throat> um, 
uh, tank and got that painted up for the tournament. So I don't do nearly the weathering other people do, but most Italian tanks, I mean, for goodness sakes, they were there for like, you know, a day before they got a round put through the hood. So <laughs> I didn't think it'd be that big a deal. Uh, anyway, it's a lot of fun getting all that done. And then I fired up the 3D printer again and I'm printing through a table I'd started working on last year. And I decided to change it just a little bit, so I'm adding a couple buildings to it and fancying it up a little bit. So nice. hopefully should be done printing here in the next couple days, and then we'll start painting. <laughs> so I should have a couple, what, one or two new boards for Snafu, and uh, we'll go from there. Nice. So nice. staying busy. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Cool. All right, well. Sounds like we all got we all got happy done this month. I don't yeah. know if I I stopped checking the bingo card. I should probably check the bingo card. Um, I didn't check anything off. Yeah. Okay. And since this always comes with hobby, we are going to talk about the contest because it's not quite the end of the month yet. So we are not going to draw it online this time. We'll do a drawing on the Discord, so you guys will see it as soon as it happens. But it'll be after August. So sometime after August we'll do it. Uh, still stuff is rolling in. Seeing some cool tanky things. Mm-hmm. Some trucks. I saw a 3D printed truck today. Um, so cool. Keep going. We're almost there. Probably be over by the time this... I don't know when Pat's going to get this done, but I'm assuming it'll probably be not in August anymore. Maybe. Pat's yeah. <laughs> like doing the calendar work right now. Um, and we're going to... Screw it. We're going to do it live. What is our next month challenge? I think we should go back to, to some kind of uh, infantry unit again. Another infantry unit? Yeah, do, 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 do like a at least a six mm. or seven man squad something. I just do you have something six or seven man squad on your desk, Pat? No, I got a <laughs> bunch of Soviet anti tank things on my desk. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, two bomb dogs and an anti tank rifle. Yeah, something. you're you're working on Soviets now too. Man, you're working on it all. You've got them all. Uh, well. So it's because that was going to be my next project, but now I don't think that's going to be a specific project. I think I might just do some, I think I mentioned last time, trying to do some more Hungarians because they've been laying around for over a year. I should probably get some attention. Not to mention that my poor entire German army has been laying around for three years and still in boxes. But you know. yeah, Do we um, do want to do uh, open? Do you want to do an open month? I think I'd be okay I with an open month. we basically said vehicle this month, and that seemed relatively open. It, it is in regards to but I mean, I kind of, part of the book, but like open could could be anything. Right. Outside of, it doesn't bolt even action be related. bolt action. Right. Be like anything you oh, okay, want, right? sure. I'd be okay with that. Let's try Let's try an open, especially since I know Dale has something on his table that he'd like to put. Any, any, in, any infantry model from any system, or open. models, or unit, or something. Sure. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say at least, let's see it. Let's say at least five models. Okay. From any any game or system you want to paint from, I think that's cool. Like that's something different to do. If yeah. you want to paint, if you guys, if you want to paint some it, it giant ass model action from, too. I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah, you totally can do bolt action. Right. I don't care. Um, Maybe it's but if you decide you want to paint, and mm-hmm. if you and if you're wondering why we're suggesting something that might not be bolt action, you can actually learn a lot in techniques and style from other game systems and painters. You can actually learn a lot more from like fantasy models, right? You can learn different right. color schemes and yep. fewer fewer rivet counters. Right. And and sometimes um the <laughs> open wrong. Yeah, the open competition is like sometimes it's a display. Like, like there's right. uh, there's a display element. Like like this if you did like the um 
uh, the Stalingrad box they released, they had this really cool sniper model. Yep. Um, so maybe with the posing of that and the ruined wall, if you like, wanted to do like a diorama, that's kind of an open Ooh. thing. Although we're talking more, not as open as that. I mean, we're still saying, you know, like five bros or something. But, right. you know, maybe you're like, ooh, I'd like to try some fancy basing techniques or something. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The sky's the limit. Yeah. Do something, at least five right. models worth. 28 millimeter. If you do big ones, then the large one counts as three. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I'll, I'll, we'll come up with a conversion chart. <laughs> right. If you paint a single 28-millimeter bro, that, you're not going to... I'm going to be like, come on, man. But if you, you know, if you paint, paint a some giant-ass 40K demon of Slanesh... Yeah, what, yeah, Conflict 47, whatever. Do whatever you want to do. I want to see cool... I want to see... Star Wars I want to see inspiration. Yeah, I want to see inspiration. Yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of the idea of this, right? It's just like, yeah... Whatever someone's jam is, if, you know, I know many people play bolt action, but maybe it isn't their first, you know, model love. So knock yourself out. Enjoy yourself. Because I think uh, part of the checklist is like, you know, paint something from a different another system. system. Yeah. It is, yeah. in fact, yes. Yeah. I got a whole pile of it. I got a whole pile of shame of stuff from other places that I don't. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can get on this one. All right, cool. So look for us on Discord. Obviously, there'll be a. September one shortly. Um, you guys are getting lax on not chatting in the in the the actual paint submission one, so I'm gonna have to start slapping hands again, or start deleting comments. Whatever, doesn't matter. Don't make us mitigate work. Come on, <laughs> trying stop, not to. I'm stop trying. doing it. I'm trying <laughs> to. I'm keep trying. the chat in the chat. Right. Exactly. Jesus, guys, don't make Rick work. He hates it. Well, I see I, a you oh, can do it right here from Rick. I mean. <laughs> I'm Rick, stop, at this. stop posting in there. I'm, I'm breaking my own rules. Dang it. All right. Dang it. I'll, I'll, I'll try. That's, that's, the, that's the old, uh, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Right. I am in charge here. I can do what I want. Like, I can just delete it. Wow. It take charge, Rick. I like it. I, I don't, I'm joking. I'm not going to do anything no. about it. I have actually deleted comments from there when I'm like, okay, move it, or, move it over here. But I've gotten lax as of late. Whatever. There's other things in life to worry about. Yeah, I mean, it is really not that big. Like, it doesn't stress me out, so I really don't care. It's just sometimes it gets a little out of control, and we start talking, like, about things that maybe should be somewhere else anyway. Yeah. Yep. All right. All so right. Let's, sorry, let's... Sorry, Rick. We'll try to do better. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> Clearly, it is actually me in this case. <laughs> Which means it's actually Dale. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something no. like that projecting or something. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the tournament that we just all participated in what, two weekends ago? Two weekends ago? It's already been that long. Jesus, that's already been that long. Yeah. Whew, it's been a long time. Um, so we went to a tournament at Battleground Cafe, which some of us were at the wrong location if you used your Apple phone and used that direction. Since that was hysterical because I'm looking around and I'm like, shit, I'm missing four people. And it's like <laughs> five it's like five to ten. So also I look down and I see Rick's calling me. I'm like, what the hell? Rick, you can't drop out now. What are you doing, man? You can't drop out five minutes before the tournament. He's like, um, I'm at this location. I think maybe it's their old store. And there's like three other there's like three other guys wandering around with me. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I I pull up and I remember you saying that they just moved. So I was like, yep. I pull up and I'm like, there's like guys staring in the window. I'm like, there's nothing in there, you guys. Like that store, it's not a store anymore. I'm like, okay, hold on, let me figure out where it is. Called you. I'm like, follow me. I brought a caravan of people over to the new store. That's Pretty awesome. funny start to the weekend. I'm just like, I thankfully they're only six moved. blocks away from the old location. So, 
which is very true. So yeah. it wasn't a big deal, but it was also like, uh oh, like I, yeah. I knew this was a possibility, but I, I figured they were updated in the Apple, whatever. Uh, the Apple's Apple behind app. the curve. What? Uh, I don't know where they get their information from. It's usually provided to them by the businesses. So I I don't know if it's like it, it's lagging behind Google or something. I have no idea. Whatever. I, that's a technology discussion for another day. Right. Mm-hmm. Different podcast. But, but beautiful store. Um, r- relatively, you know, it's very clean, which is great. Um, they have bathrooms, and nothing was nasty. And they're going to have food. Is that what I heard? Is that they're going to yeah, have food? Yeah, they're, they're, they're having. They've been working on it since March to get food in there. Jeez, so that's yeah, uh, that's rough. Yeah, so the pain stakes of that. So that was, yeah, whatever. Uh, like, are we talking real food? Like, uh, I, think, I think pizza? I think one of them is Heggie's Pizza. Yeah. Okay. And then they what they're doing some other sort of. Uh, Cafe style food. I don't know. It sounded alright, but I don't know. Okay. Whatever. We'll be back there someday again. I'm sure. Food's food. I mean, yep. Yeah. yeah I mean, special I mean special leave. thanks to uh, Mike and Logan for helping us set up. There was one totally. more there, Jeff too, wasn't there? I feel like there's there one more. Been. I forget. I forget who it was. Probably, but I'm blanking. Yeah. Uh, it might have actually been. It might have actually been John. Come to think of it. So thanks for you guys for helping us get set up. That was. Awesome! So I was able to get, I was able to get the objective markers out. Didn't have to worry about trying to do that one for over lunch. So I got to do the objective markers first, which is great. Yeah, that was that's always if you're going to do that objective marking, like a objective based scenario. Do you either want to do it first or while everyone's on lunch? Well, when the when the to yeah when the when it's a to set up one like you yeah. had, yep. um, which we'll talk about in a minute, I'm sure. But yeah, that was slick to have Marty placed, and we're like, all right, we can just walk into this t- tournament and the scenario and we know what's going on and it was great it was lovely I loved it absolutely so cool the one thing guaranteed uh, for any of you people out there organizing tournaments uh, nobody will ever turn the score sheet correctly in the first round guaranteed no No matter how well you spell it out no matter where you put it no matter how many times you tell them it'll always come in wrong at least the first three will and then you'll have to go around to everyone what the hell you're looking for (laughs) which of course they did so uh, from my standpoint, it was it was great. Uh, we had one drop uh, the night before. He had some mix up with what his job was supposed to be doing, and he had to you know he had to quick run out of town on a short notice. So uh, thankfully, we had Logan set up to be ringer, and we didn't have any other drops. You know, Rick brought the other the other people that were missing with him, so that was handy. Uh, and that just handing out everything I felt was the smoothest setup I'd ever had. I had. Uh, so we had all the new guys. Uh, John Russell had provided two sets of sprues for all those guys for their next army because two sets of sprues is a squad, and now you have a squad, and now you need to go buy more. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the <laughs> first, first taste is free. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had everyone. I had I picked up these stupid little party pack uh, plastic baggies and had the scenarios in there, and we were doing the COVID restrictions just because it seemed like the wisest thing to do given what's going on in the world today. Yep. And I haven't included everyone, a pen in everyone's packet. That way no one's coming up trying to find a pen and, you know, not having one or whatever. <laughs> I still lost mine, like, round two. Jesus, Rick. <laughs> I actually think I still have it. I'm joking. But I think I did lose it at one point and have to find it again. But, but it had um, everything you needed in there. It had your secondary objectives. It had everything. So I thought that was really slick. It worked out well. I was able to check in people. I never had any crowd around the scoring table at any point. Normally in a tournament, you would like to have both uh, competitors bring the score sheet up so that you know it's legit, but I'm like, 
you guys were all honest here. Let's just have one of you, you know, because COVID. So I thought that worked really good. Mm-hmm. So yep. from actually getting the scores in and getting everything down, it, it was really smooth on my end. Uh, again, the only panic part is when I'm taking score sheets for the round and people are putting in their, you know, their best painted and their best sports on top of that. And everyone, wants, you know, you're, you're putting stuff in and they want to go, where do you want this? And I'm just like thinking now, stop look talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> but just like just here, just set it down, whatever. So, no, that it worked good. I I didn't. Uh, the tightest turnaround is always around two and three when you've got you know less than five minutes to get the scores around. But I I had this magnetic board that had all the tables on it, and I had everyone's name on a magnet, and was able just to slap that up uh, up there and set it up. And most people caught on to go look at that by the third round. I really yeah. liked that. It worked great. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's kind of slick. I will, I, I will agree. And I mentioned this to you, Pat, but might as well bring it up with the other guys listening. I think um, that would be a really slick way to handle the matchups and how we do it at Operation Snafu. Right, oh, sure. yeah. That board's not going away. So, <laughs> but yeah. for Snafu, we'll hand everyone their name, and they come up and tell us what table yes. they were on. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Don't put it that work. Right. They, can work just, right. they can just drop it right onto the board, and people can look at the board and know, okay, so I like that. Right, and be able to figure out where things are. Yep. I. The other thing that I love, and this is, you know, me being kind of a space cadet at times, is, like, telling you, like, having the scenario on there is really slick, too. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of times a TO will just be like, it's scenario three. You know, they yell it out before, and then, like, you get halfway into, like, getting your shit to where it belongs. You're like, what scenario are we playing again? Oh, crap, now i got to remember again. Like, let me, and you know, like, go look at the board, and it's right there. It's really handy. Yeah. yeah. That's just something I've never seen before, and it's really it, it is slick in a sense that I know what I'm like. I can go look at my table and I look at that. And I'm like I'm, I remember everything now. Super nice, super yeah. nice. Because apparently I'm a visual learner versus an auditory learner. Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> For sure, I am. I know I am. So <laughs> yeah, so that's for sure um and if any other tos are interested i can i can take a, a snapshot of what i'm talking about maybe even some links to the to what i actually bought i mean it wasn't i bought that thing years ago and it could have been more than 15 20 bucks and yeah it's probably thing. like used for D D or something I yeah imagine. yeah probably yeah. it's just a this nice little magnetic grid board and then i got some little name tag magnets and then you know just mm-hmm. label maker because i mean i could have written dry erase on there but then i guarantee that's going to get smudged yeah, up that, by sh- that shit already been rubbed off yeah yep. so just put a yeah, label maker on everyone's name is nice and clear and yep no one has to judge my uh, handwriting so that's always good <laughs> fair so cool. yeah there we go that's 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 how the setup went from my perspective i thought it was one of the cleaner ones I've had run, so yeah. I like it. I, I thought the logistics of it worked very smoothly. It was very impressive. Yes. I mean, I f- my only my only gripe was that it went later than I was hoping it would, but that's just the inevitable. Like store opens later, and kind of like it just kind of keeps going. And well, actually, the store isn't supposed to open till noon. <laughs> so. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's right even, but it didn't open it. Like you open you know, at a lot 10 of times, first. turn yeah, like a lot of time turnies will open at like Eight, nine, nine, yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Right, even ten is like really cutting it. Like especially when you're like your first game is basically going to what? What was it? Twelve thirty? Yeah, something like that. Where it's like okay, that's really late into lunch already for some people. Yeah, 10:30, so. 10 thirty to one, I think was the first game. Yeah. yeah, so something brutal like that. So you're eating a late lunch anyway. So it's, it is what it is. You don't have control over it. It's just something that I hate about tournaments. Sometimes is like they go really late and 
like, this doesn't work for some people. Yeah, I don't especially think, in my I don't situation. Think so. I got home till nine o'clock after the, the takedown was a bear because I didn't have any staggered finishes on my board, so I couldn't take yep. down my boards while people were still Jeff, playing. Jeff's were all done before. Like, <laughs> I was helping him tear down boards before before I left. Like I was uh, kind of, yeah, well, next time plan better, I guess. I don't know. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure that the really you know the really fast games are going to go on your boards. Yeah, you got to put me on one of your boards. I'll be like... Well, you were on, and that, that board was cleaned up, so... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only one. All the rest of them were late finishers. It's good to finish late. I mean, what? Oh, hey. Hi, oh. Shit. Okay, all right. Um, are, are we going to go? We're going to go through our list at some point, maybe? Do you want to do, do that? I mean, do you want to go? Do you guys want to go through your list, talk about your objectives, or do we want to. Everyone always wants to hear what the top three people's lists were, honestly. I want to sure. hear what the top four people's lists were. Because you're the fourth? Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> nice. I. I just want to brag about. I think I had the most secondary objective points. That's all I got. But I think it was pretty close to the top. If I wasn't at the top, your secondary objective points. We certainly didn't have the scenario points. Uh, yes, you certainly did not have the scenario. <laughs> yes, you had, you, had fifth, you had fifteen secondary objective points, and that was that was tops. Nice. So I scored twelve of them in the first round. <laughs> so it tells you how my other two games went. Um, okay. How can you yeah, score right? twelve in the first round? No, nine, 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 nine. Oh, sorry, okay. I scored nine in the first all right, round. That's fair. I scored the I scored three threes in the first round. Nice, okay. Um, and then everything went downhill from there. But we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about the if, list if that I, were at the top. If, hey, now, if I was if I was following your uh, statistics correctly, the the net order dice. I think I finished first on that, which I was very happy about. Yes, you did. Oh, you got net order dice. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So, like that, you you, you beat your opponents most. Rights. You had most more. kills with fewer losses. Yep. Because yeah. right. even the game I lost ended. I'd killed six, and I think he killed three of mine, so. Sure. Cool. That yeah, is the same. Like, there's some cool stuff in there, for sure. Yeah. Yes, Jeff, your net order dice were 12, and that was the best. The yeah. worst Woo-hoo. was negative 24. <laughs> that might have that might have been me. It was Ouch. not you. You were negative. Ouch. Uh, no, yeah, you were negative 12. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought, but that's still pretty bad. Well, here, here you go, Rick. Uh, your secondary objective points were equal to your total scenario points. Yeah, that was. That, <laughs> we can, we'll get into that in a minute. We can talk about that when we get there. Yeah. But let's talk about the top three lists, top four lists, because Jeff is saucy and wants to talk about his list. <laughs> I, actually hear, I actually want to hear about his list because he was playing Italians, which was an intriguing idea in itself. So let's let's talk about. Let's start with the the uh, which top. Dog, or should we talk with third place? Or how about we start with fourth place? Jeff, what were you playing? Well, you want to start with me? Okay, sure. sure. I was playing. Well, obviously, I was playing Italians, like I said, I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're late war, uh, so they're the fascist holdout Italians. And the reason that's important is because there is the veteran paratrooper uh, entry for Italians that allows them to take two Panzerfausts in the squad. Uh, sure. So I had uh, three eight man squads with each squad has four SMGs in it and has two Panzerfausts in it. Uh, okay. I just took a five-man squad of just stubborn pair. Oh, and those three squads are fin- I paid for fanatic as well. Two points. Makes sense. Two points yeah. a guy. Yep. Okay. Uh, two t- points. Ouch. It it hurts, but you got to pay yeah. it. Well, that's yeah, fair. better than three. Yeah, that's good. It's that's a good price for fanatic. Oh, is yep. this, yeah, it's fanatic is three, isn't yep. it? Yep. Okay. Yep. You're paying an extra point per trooper because they come with stubborn. Right. So they're giving you stubborn and fanatic at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you got, you're basically upgrading your stubborn to fanatic for two extra points. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the same. Like stubborn kind of overlaps. You don't. You would never use stubborn if you're fanatic. Correct. Right. Or you just pass all your order checks or your or your morale checks until you're down so. to one guy. So. Until right. you're down to one guy, and then I guess stubborn kicks in. 
Yep. Sure. Okay. Yep. All right. And then, Makes sense that there's yeah. two points in. Uh, five-man squad infantry with an LMG in it, and they were stubborn. Okay. They were not fanatic, just stubborn. So sure. just riflemen in the, L- in the LMG. Uh, we brought a veteran anti-tank rifle team, a veteran medium mortar with no spotter, okay. uh, a truck that was regular with an S with an L- uh, medium machine gun on it, uh, a Sahariana, which is a light soft skin armored car that had an autocannon, and that has to be veteran. That's the only choice with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's stupid cheap for what it does, and it's awesome. And then the uh, as we talked about the M fifteen forty two Italian light tank. That's got the uh, light anti tank gun in the turret, two coaxial MMGs, and two hull MMGs. Solid choice. Oh, it's great. Nice. It's a great friggin' tank. Yeah. How many? We times? talked about that last episode, actually. We did. Yeah. yeah. Germans okay. and the Italians get that one. Yep, and in practice, it was every bit as well. If I could roll dice well, it was every bit as good as you'd think it would be. Yeah, it was fantastic. Excellent. So, cool. Ten order dice, thousand points. So it's small, it's, yeah. And a lieutenant, so obviously, guys. yeah. Veteran second yeah. lieutenant. And that was a generic reinforced platoon selector. With right? with an extra bro or no? Uh, no, just on his own. No extra just bro. Single, with him. single dude. Single okay. dude. No reason to put an extra bro with him for what he was doing. Uh, preparatory bombardment's a thing. Uh, yeah, I just don't put him on the board in those cases. Fair. Right. Yeah. If, yeah, because I guess almost all, yeah, all of them had reserves, so you're fine. Yep. Er, yeah, cool. So, yeah, no, it had to be generic reinforced platoon because the theater selectors list don't contemplate anything after Sicily for the uh, Italians in the book because, I don't know, because I guess they don't give a shit about Italians, but whatever. <laughs> well, that, that's very obvious. But that's all, that only gets worse when they crapped all over them in the Western Desert book, too. Yeah, yeah. They, they cheesed yeah. everything else, but still crapped the Italians yeah. in there somehow. Like, I yeah. mean... I guys, I'm hopefully optimistic that the Italian book that's coming in the near future is going to solve all the problems. Yeah, I bet they, I bet they find a way to make it worse. I somebody, some <laughs> Italian man stole some developer's wife at some point, and he's never he's forgiven just him for it. Hating, hating everyone for it. Yep. I, I sadly, I don't, I wouldn't, I would believe it. Actually, I, <laughs> they yeah. don't do a good job. Um, hopefully, they don't. I'm. <laughs> I'm optimistic. <laughs> I'm optimistic, guys. They've got to do it at some point. They've got to fix the Italians. No, you would actively have to try to make it worse. So there's that. Well, there's there's that. I, I mean, they still they, they could, could. Give them tiger fear. <laughs> they, could, they could give them tiger fear of their own tanks for some reason. Yeah, right. They could give them access support. Would be really nice. Well, if you're at, be, if you want positive access support, would be one of the best rules you could possibly give them. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That'd yep. be great. The only reason why hunger is viable. It helps. Yeah. Significantly, yeah. well, it's, I mean, same with Romania. Like, it's really is just being able to access that. Yeah, uh, I guess they got other things going for him. But anyway, okay, cool. All right, so that was Jeff's. I know we got to do. Want to do the third place finisher? Yeah, was that Ian? That was Ian. Uh, he had this a list. U.S. list. This was a theater list from 1945 Operation Grenade. <laughs> this list, I was like, dear lord. All right, so in his first platoon, he's got an inexperienced second lieutenant. Uh, he's got two 11-man squads of regulars uh, with two BARs. Yeah. Uh, he's got an Air Force forward observer at regular. He's got yeah. an Air Force forward observer at regular. I see a theme. That wasn't that wasn't skip. That wasn't a skip and a repeat there. That was actually two separate entries. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And then he's also got a bazooka team. Yep. And then in platoon two, he's got an experienced second lieutenant. He's got uh, an 11-man and a 10-man squad. Obviously, some points being shaved there. Regular, each still with two BARs. 
uh, an Air Force Forward Observer, and an Air Force Forward <laughs> Observer, and a Bazooka Team. So let so, me count that right there. That's two bazooka teams. Yep. Four yep. forward observers. Yep. Yep. Two and lame four, second. Yeah. Two inexperienced second lieutenants and, and four big squads. Effectively four full size infantry squads. Yep. Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. So with being American, uh, that's a total of eight airstrikes you can bring in. Yeah. Yeah. That's if good. if the first four come in. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, first four get completed, then then they can all call another one. And and the Air Force observers aren't killed, so. Right. Yep. Wow. Right. They're, so they're, I, I think he was I think he was on a bring back flak uh, <laughs> campaign or something because yeah. most people seem to have dropped those off a little bit. They have. They really did. Yeah, because there aren't very many things that like don't open your top and do other crazy shit on top of it. Yep. Unless you're bringing like a quad. Like a quad auto <coughs> or or, or a soft skin vehicle that's got a auto auto cannon. I had an auto cannon oh, in mind. I mean, yeah, that has a cannon to it too. Yeah, yeah. Your your gas quad maxim will shoot the planes out. Well, of the scare sky. scare everything. Yeah, because you only yeah. need three fives. To, yeah, but you also yeah. have to be within uh, thirty inches of where he puts that plane down as well. Yes, so there is that too. Thirty inches is pretty big when you're bringing in an airstrike, though. Yes. So all opponents really got an in depth look at how airstrikes work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's forgotten how they work for a while. Yeah, so. um, but eight, eight, a, eight a game is not no joke. No, it's just quite a bit. Kind of scary. <laughs> I would have loved to have heard his uh, came in on target to came in on himself ratio. Yeah, that's a good. But point. Now I, I actually, I actually played against him with that list uh, way back when we were for this lockdown. We did it on tabletop simulator, and it, I think he had there was three of them when we played that went back in his lines. Uh, and he got, I think he got a total of six out, so he didn't have a great ratio on that. Yeah, that's not great. But but I don't know. I, it's a very feaster famine list for sure. Yeah, it's it's got some serious scary stuff going on in it. But I, I don't know. There's something about it that makes me intrigued. I think I it's a, just like, a fun list, honestly. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you dream up. It's it's like ooh, if this goes off, how much fun would that be to see it happen? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So fair. It, it has some potential. Obviously, I don't think Air Force observers are super hot, but again, this is the this comes over the you know like you spam the shit out of something enough, it will eventually work. Right, for you. <laughs> right. If you have four of them on the table, yeah, something might land on you, but you're going to maybe land three on them, and that's going to be potentially more devastating. So, yeah. I, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it's so, an interesting list. Yeah, and it obviously did okay in a tournament that yeah. know, had twenty players or so, right? Yeah, twenty players were there. Pat twenty four. 24. It's pretty good. Yeah. And then the second place uh, was a big surprise. Uh, Battle of Stalingrad selector with 18 dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one starts off with the inexperienced junior lieutenant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then a veteran squad Shots. of 13... Uh, 13 11, dudes. Jesus. 11 guys. Oh, yeah. All, was, all guys. with SMGs and two Panzerfoss. Yeah. At, yeah. at veteran. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then an NKVD squad of 10 with light machine gun and one submachine gun regular. Yep. And then, oh, here we go, an experienced commissar. Whoever puts those in there anymore. Yep. No, it's it's a good choice. It is. Yep. Uh, it's a very inexpensive dice for sure. Yeah. A veteran scout squad with seven men, all SMGs. Yep. 
the infamous draft bat squad of 11 guys, inexperienced shirkers um, with five rifles out of the 11. There's your 26-point <laughs> order dice. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's another cheap dice. <laughs> that's ridiculous. More, that's cheaper than a... That's, a, that's better than a commissar by a lot. Uh, then the free squad with, with everything. Yep. As as they should. Yep. Two sniper teams at regular. Mm-hmm. Uh, two dogmine teams at inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, two amplements yeah. at regular. Interesting. Bringing them back. Yep. Uh, Zis 3 divisional gun. Mm-hmm. That's like yep. an auto include in any Soviet list. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, M42 anti tank gun. Huh. That's okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess. 58 points at regular. Yep. It's not the worst. Plus four pen. Uh, quad Maxim, because yes. Yep. And then artillery tractor and a truck. Yes. The truck does have an MMG on it. Uh, I could see the tank gun then, because you need a little bit more anti-tank. Okay. Let me ask you a question, because I must be stupid, or maybe I'm not stupid. The free rifle squad yeah. of inexperienced dudes, are they always been fanatic? Uh, in the Stalingrad selector there. Yes, in Stalingrad. You can buy it in the Stalingrad selector. Yes. Okay. Because he's not taking full advantage of this of this particular theater selector, is he? Well, I mean, I feel like he's missing a couple. He double sniped. He, did, he didn't double tank though. Yeah, he, yeah, he could have double tanked, right? Yeah, but you don't. I mean, I guess it. I guess it all depends. There might have been a few things. I um, I played Evan, and we kind of talked a little bit about this list, and okay. um, and so you know he switched some things around, but this is a hundred percent his list. Sure. So. Um, no, I I like it. I mean, this wouldn't be exactly what I do with it, but mm-hmm. you can't argue with with his success with it. So well done, Evan. Yeah, yeah, huh. fair enough. Cool. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a lot going on in that list. Yeah. Eighteen order dice. Yeah, that's not those. Can you get draft bat squads in any army? That's part of the actual book, isn't it? No, that's in the Soviet base book. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah it's a Soviet Soviet armies up book yeah. list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, those are kind of ridiculous. He's got some good some good infantry units, some good chunky yep. infantry units. Yep, yep. Um, the, yeah. the veteran SMG squad is just killer. Brutal. Yep, and then he's got yeah, the scout squad as well. Yeah, and he's got really good anti tank and the ambulomets and yeah, I like it. So and plenty of. Um, Area of effect weapons. So. Yeah, very much so. And, and the gas, because gas never hurts. Because gas. I mean, the only thing that I really think is, I mean, and it's not necessarily missing from it because maybe he has other thoughts, but the you know just missing the uh, Katusha. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it feels like they I, should have the Katusha right, for some maybe, reason. Maybe maybe you swap out the M42 for a Katusha, and I mean that basically is the same cost, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's nearly really the same close. cost. Pretty yep. close, yeah. So, but oh, it's, multi- it's interesting. Multi launchers aren't always that good. I think we'll hear. Uh, <laughs> right, you might later. hear an opinion that multi launchers are not guaranteed wins. This just in. No, they're. Oh, I would have never they're said not, they're guaranteed they're wins, not. and I would have never thought they were. But we can get to that in a minute. Right. Um, let's talk about the winner because the winners list was an intriguing choice too. It was. I, I think I think oftentimes when it comes to this player. We'll name in a second. Well, if it was John Stens. No, let's just get it out of the way. Um, Ed, anyone surprised I, he won a tournament? No, no. I don't think no. so. And I think he's really good at what he does, and he can make certain armies work really well for him. Yep. And I I think the advantages of what partisans offer make it e- even easier for him. So, 
And it just, uh, the team his army is wicked. His, the, his display boards were just <laughs> outstanding. I, I, I love I loved his wicket his yeah because he had yeah. what he had the he had a cricket, cricket team, team and some yeah. dude shooting a bird or something like that mm, like a band yeah <laughs> so everything was cool uh, yeah. all right so here's his list yeah let's go through uh, it. sixteen order dice starts with an uh, inexperienced first lieutenant uh, Parson squad eleven guys with pistols at regular uh, twelve guys with pistols at regular so two squads there a flamethrower team at regular. A medium mortar with a spotter at regular, and then a sniper at regular. Okay, general yeah. purpose truck with MMG. Yeah, two yeah, of those. Checks out. Yep. Two of those. Yep, that's good. Platoon two. Uh, so he because of easy army is easy army. He had to do his uh, the borrowed vehicles from elsewhere that the partisans get as a separate platoon. So then he had the one hundred slash seventeen Lan Lancia Lancia Lancia. Yeah. So he had that at inexperienced. Wow. Um, all right, then platoon two with here is, with a medium howitzer. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a portable truck howitzer, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, rear facing medium howitzer. Yeah, forward or rear facing. So yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, and then he's got uh, next squad is an inexperienced second lieutenant. He's got twelve inexperienced partisans with rifles. He's got eleven inexperienced with rifles. He's got another regular flamethrower, threw in a bazooka for fun, and a civilian car. And then he also had a Panzer One SIG 33. Oh, yeah, SIG 33. The SIG 33 inexperienced, which is a forward facing heavy howitzer. Yep. Yep. Which is, he kept describing it as a big boom, and the other one was a medium boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, that SIG 33 is what I played in our doubles game and in, in our uh, DAC pad. Okay. So it's great. It's a great vehicle. Open topped is its only drawback, but it's still a great vehicle. Well, of course. I mean, it's heavy. a heavy howitzer. It's just kind of back anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. He he just he just moves it on and it stays at the back. Yep. It's staying out of the way. Hundred yeah. percent. Nobody's going to shoot at it. Nope. Yep. So yeah, there you go. There's there's a there's a a very well crafted partisans list. I honestly yeah. I'd say. like to I'd like to talk to him about his inexperienced squads and see how he feels about them just from a. Like, they stay back. Okay. What, are they just guarding? Or yep. Like he's, okay. Yep. Interesting. Okay. So the regulars he can push forward with the trucks. Um, uh, he, he gets into a long-range firefight. Well, mm-hmm. indirect firefight if he has to. Right. Um, and then pushes forward selectively um, where he can press the advantage. Okay. Because I, I played him, so I know how to <laughs> play Right. I was going to say, we'll hear some more in depth about that a little yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get through that in a second. But okay, oh, he's got a bunch with pistols. I missed the pistols in there. Yep. Yeah, he's two two uh, big squads with pistols each. Those are the regulars. Yep. Oh, this is the regulars. He's pushing. Regulars up, so he's getting them in uh, nice, yep. nice and close. Yeah. So the, the pistol guys are in the trucks being pushed up the line. Yep, yep. Yep. So they get to assault. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. This. Yeah. I would. I wish I could have watched this game because I would have loved to have, especially between you two. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I watched um, as much as I felt I should because I wanted to kind of watch it too, but I had to mm-hmm. be had to be kind of watching everything. Yeah, but I just yeah I'd like to maybe next time we'll maybe we'll look at setting up a, a snafu camera at some of the more key matches and recording those or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Should, I think I think we might have some funds. Maybe we should use some funds that'd appropriately. Be, I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, let's talk about what's the next on the agenda because I just lost the agenda. Okay. So there is. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the. Let's, let's talk about the agenda. Well, yeah. So there's just a. <laughs> right? I fielded 22 questions throughout the day. 
But most ten, of most of, of them, them were mine. <laughs> most of them were probably because I was there and available. And honestly, if you're not sure and the TO is there and you want to keep your yeah. game moving, ask the question. That's fine. That's why yeah, he's there yeah. for because he can answer it. Especially in my case, faster than most people can look it up. Yep. Well, one of my one of my opponents had questions. I'm like, I this isn't in the book, dude. I don't know how to answer this question. Like, uh, we'll get to it in a second, but sure. And, yeah. and then the other thing, I I have tendency to stay closer to the tables where people have books open. <laughs> <laughs> to, That's a good point. To try it, because you know, obviously, you know, they're not comfortable enough to play the game that they need to have the book open to, to sure. keep track of what they're doing. Well, so I, I try to stay closer to those type of tables, and that I only had six times was I actually called over from where I was to actually go over and answer a direct question. So I think one of those was mine. One of them was Dale's, and I, I had to check the FAQ because it was about the... Uh, um, so there's a unit that's out of uh, formation or whatever, yep. and uh, yeah, can, can they rally? And the FAQ, in fact, the very first line is, is this very first question is when they're activated they have to do an advance or a run to get back in formation if they fail it then they go down so you can't do a rally if you're out of formation right we kind of we, we, I think we covered that back super in the FAQ yeah. a while back but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you remember it after not playing it for a year yeah so so Dale were you on the receiving end or the not receiving end of that it was not it was not it his w- unit it was not my unit Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So your opponent was out of cohesion. Yes. So okay. The most common question I had was people trying to understand how to get away from being ranged in, from indirect fire. Yeah, yeah. that's hard. It is, and you know, it, it and it, it kind of says it in the book. But if you think of it, okay, if you think of your unit has a footprint between the guy who's closest to the front and the guy who's closest to the back, that guy in the back has to be two inches away from where the guy in the front was. Yep, or wherever for, the target was. In order for, I guess, yeah, the unit. In order yeah. to clear that you're ranging in, and then they have to rearrange range right. in yep. after the, that. No, there no was model, at least yeah. three questions on that one yeah. specifically. Yeah. That came up in one of my games, but I was able to answer it because I, I do specifically remember that rule pretty well. Yeah. Which means if you're moving left to right, you're likely not clearing. Likely um, not most clearing vehicles, it. if they get stuck in a reverse move, will not clear their footprint. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Unless you're very small, like Jeep or something, you're yeah. not going to. Or if you have a really long tank that moves slow. Even sometimes well, on their advance, they can't not, clear it. You're dual, not clear dual direction would get you out of that, though, yeah. right? Because they can, they can reverse at full speed. Yes. Yep. yes. yes. So it would get yeah. you out of the footprint. I'm like, why would my, no, my, my cars would all, no, that's right. That doesn't work that way. Puma uh, goes extra far. A lot of light tanks are small enough to get out of their own footprint, too. Yeah, but that's fair. Not all usually, of them. Usually not with a reverse move of only four and a half inches. Right, yeah. which yeah, I means mean, you got to be you got to be less than three inches to get that. You got to be two and a half on it. Yeah, know, most of us think that oh, if I just advance and I move everyone six inches, I'm, I clear it. But that's right. not necessarily the case, depending upon the shape, the shape of the unit before it moves and and yep. which direction you're moving it. So, yeah, they probably should clean that up a little bit if they think really think about it because it's. It's not perfect by any stretch. Right. I mean, the easiest way to do is to say you have to issue a run order. I agree. If right, if you, it, I was alter, alternatively thinking that okay, so you you're you're they're ranging in on you. You're on a four. You move however distance you want. It it goes up one. So you're still sort of ranged in. But that would probably make mortars really good. Well, I mean, it right. goes back up to a six. It's not any different. Well, no, no. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what we have right now. No, no. I'm just saying. So if it was so, say you were on a four. And you move, and now it's a five to hit them next time, yeah. and it would go back down to four if they shoot at them again. 
but just the idea of like you're not completely arranged out. It's not like they disappeared. You would have some idea of what you well, need I've, to do. I've already. had people ask but a question where they're they're targeting a spot with smoke, and yeah. then a mm-hmm. unit moves into that spot that they're targeting with smoke, mm-hmm. and now they want to fire on them and, and just count as ranging in. I'm like, nope, no. doesn't work that, that way. Does, that doesn't work. <laughs> no. See, oh no, no, the, they think that because they're in the spot where they hit, they would right. have been ranged in. Yes, yeah, yeah. I understand the. I understand the thought the process, premise, but that's yeah. not what the rules say. Yeah. That's not what it works. Precisely. Out. That's exactly how it would work in real life, just not in a game. Yes. Right. That's the, the abstraction of the game a little bit. Yep. Right? Yep. Cool. Um, so. I just, yeah, the other one I had was the, the I, I assaulted him. He shot on, he shot me on the way in, and he thought those counted towards combat. And I'm like, whoa, that's not how that works at all. Mm-hmm. But he, he, it's not in the book. <laughs> it's like not very explicitly clear in the well, book. Well, no, because no. that's that's not part of that's not part of the it's not part of the combat, combat phase. Phase. right? Right. Yes. It doesn't say it anywhere because it's like that's a different phase. It's not yeah. the same thing. But it was hard to explain that, and it was relatively. I think he was a newer player, but I'm like, I don't know how to explain this to you other than you know, let's just call the T over because um, it doesn't say that in the book. Yep. So it was it was a fun one. I think I won the combat. Actually, no, I didn't win the combat. That was the worst part. I freaking <laughs> flubbed my rolls, and he, he won. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, this sucks. I shouldn't have, statistically, I should not have lost that battle. These things happen. Yep. All the time. So we had the three <laughs> scenarios that we ended up, we had the packet of five, and, you know, I was going to pick three of those, and we did yep. the new one, the value objectives, which I'm interested to hear everyone's thoughts on that one, because mm-hmm. that was yeah. newer. That was mm-hmm. actually new. Uh, and then we did envelopment, right after lunch just because we needed an attacker defender in one and because it was the first tournament for most people and the first tournament in a long time for a lot of people we just did a really no brain meeting engagement for the third one just to sure. just to not make anyone have to read or interpret our, or figure out anything complicated or new at that stage so let our brains air out at that point yeah right yep. felt like my whole body was done I was like I'm ready to be done with this at that point but um, do you want to talk about the first scenario? Uh, we covered all the scenarios last episode. Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, do you want to do you talk, want to talk about, about it, it? how it is when we're actually playing it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So we haven't played it before. Because I think Jeff and I had some conversation about it during lunch, and we were like, I don't know about the scenario yet, because it's, it's tough. It's very tough. It's so, tough to major. Tough to major. Well, it's not even tough to major. It's, like, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, go, what were you going to say something, Pat? Well, okay, so this was the one where you have, there's three objectives that are lined up along the middle, uh, two feet apart, and Mm -hmm. one of them, all the values are blind to both players. One of them is worth three, the other two are worth one, and in order to major, you needed to get four points. Four more points than the opponent. I mean, you had to take the three and the one and at least contest the other one. Yep. Right. Essentially, you had to have something on all three. Yep. Um, I can't remember exactly what we said, Jeff, but I I was... I, I... Having played it, I strongly, strongly felt that uh, the point objective marker should be a three, one, and a two. So, like the one of the one should have been a two. Yes. So at least there was an opportunity to tie if you couldn't control the, the three pointer. Yep. So just right because my game. So what happened in my game is I was able to push up. I touched two of the three objectives. I was able to look at them, and I basically was able to control the game from then out. So it was because I'm like, oh, I have a three and a one. Okay, well now I now I'm like now all I have to do is contest another one. But anyway, like long story short, I only ended up with four points and he ended up with one. Yeah. But just knowing that value and not having to worry about the other two. So like, it, it's kind of you know what I'm saying. Like you, at least making 
if the person that has the three, it makes one of the other ones weigh a little bit more. Yeah. My 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 issue with it is uh, the situation I ran into is um, the way we allowed claiming made that extremely difficult too. That like basically anything could contest it, and, it, mm-hmm. and that for I mean for fuck's sake, I killed five of the six single man units he had around one of the objectives, but I couldn't kill them all because there simply isn't enough shooting under God's green earth to fucking get that guy away from there. Right. So I have eight guys on the objective. He has one guy sitting next to it, and it's like, fuck you, you don't get this objective. It's like, well, great. Uh, Should have assaulted. Jesus, I assaulted two other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Well, second year objective said you need to assault three times. Come on, Jeff. There's not that many turns in the game. (laughs) (laughs) And and the other issue with this one is I like this scenario, but some boards make it really difficult. Like, for instance, one that's got trenches everywhere. Um, because you have to begin the game by committing that any one of those objective markers could be the three-pointer. But when you find out which one is, you have to get your shit over there because the only way to win this game is to get on that one. Yep. And it's very difficult to move guys across the board in a six-turn game mm-hmm. uh, when there's difficult terrain everywhere. Yeah, that, that I would agree 100% that it's it feels like you're almost gambling because some armies can't spread out that thin, I guess. But I mean, some of that isn't building your list, I guess, but it would feel... I would be upset if I'm playing with a a smaller list and like I can't touch all three objectives. Yeah. I don't know. I like it, too. I I think if if you took the two-point idea and tried it again, I think that might be enough to make me feel okay about it. Or, you know, at some point, don't let small teams claim contest objectives, and suddenly it becomes a much more interesting game. Or models in range. Like, you have eight models, he's got three, you win. Yeah. Like, in, it's more definitive or something like that. I don't know. Like, that... Yeah. The, pro- the, the problem with letting anybody contest is it favors order dice spammers. Right. Sure. Because you just have to move something in to hold on. Right. Like, you just, just hold on. You just have to get a guy, like, well, three different single-man units in hard cover and just have him go down for, like, the last three turns of the game. And you're like... Right. Right. I don't need that one. I'm just going to hold... I'm just so gonna we, hold just, we just go Operation Snap. We want it and say small teams can't contest. Yeah. That'd make that'd be, that'd be the ideal. Which right? is a standing rule of engagement at Operation Stamp. Yep. Yeah. And it would it would have changed my. I would have still lost my first game with that change because I was contesting a one pointer with the with the single man unit. But I would have gotten it. Well, I would have gotten the three, and then he would have gotten the one. So it, I guess it would have been a minor for me then. But whatever. Um, I don't know. I I like it. It just it's it's close to it's close to perfect, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. It, it still played okay. I still played okay. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we um, only had two players that made a major victory on that. I'll let you guess I, what the first, was, first guy is. Well, yeah, and that's maybe the other thing is that Stenson Gregor, I think. Yes, yeah. that particular scenario is like, hey, partisans, you want a free want a free win? Right here, put some <laughs> put a, put a bomb marker on each objective, and and he right. did. Well, yeah, of because, you because of course you should. Because <laughs> why would you not? Mm-hmm. Because they'll blow up everything in, in around them. Yep. So it's a very strong scenario for partisans. Yes, for sure. I like which is I like this scenario. I I think minor tweaks would make it just that much better. Quite honestly, yep. I think I like the scenario. It just I think yep. a couple tweaks would change it for the better. Yeah, I. Yeah, we can get into it in my round one, but I had feelings about it. Do you want to do a quick break before we go into all your guys' rounds? Sure. Probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Take a quick break and listen to some music. We'll be back in three minutes. Give or take. Unless it's like the sound of a Nebelwerfer. I didn't do that <laughs> last time. I'm not going to do it this time. Aww. <laughs>
someday someday I'll edit one of these and I'll put it in there just for my own. So, someday just cold open with that shrieking noise and we're like, oh, oh God, rest, rest in peace headphone users. Just just, just all the way up. They're just, <laughs> just, just destroying speakers left and right. I hope nobody does that. We won't do that. We won't do that. I, I tell you that we won't do it. Well, no, I'm well now I have to do it. No. That's, <laughs> we, we like our right. listeners and we'd like them to keep listening. Yeah, if they don't have ears anymore, they can't listen. So we've got to kind of protect their ears a little bit. It's true. All right. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Hope you enjoy the music. Mother dear, I'm writing you from somewhere in France, hoping this finds you well. Sergeant says I'm doing fine, a soldier and a half. Here's a song that we'll all sing, it'll make you laugh. We're, We're gonna, gonna hang out the washing on the Siegfried line. Have you any dirty washing, mother dear? We're gonna hang out the washing on the Siegfried line, cause the washing day is here. Whether the weather may be wet or fine, we'll just rub along without a care. We're gonna hang out the washing on the Siegfried line If the Siegfried line's still there We're gonna hang out the washing on the Siegfried line Have you any dirty washing, mother dear? We're gonna hang out the washing on the Siegfried line Cause the washing day is here Whether the weather may be wet or fine We'll just rub along without a care Everybody's mucking in and doing their job, wearing a great big smile. Everybody's got to keep their spirit up today. If you want to keep in swing, here's a song to sing. We're going to hang out the washing on the Siegfried line. Have you any dirty washing, Mother dear? We're going to hang out the washing on the Siegfried line. Why? Because the washing day is here. Now, whether the weather may be wet or fine, well, we'll just rub along without a care. We're going to hang out the washing on the Siegfried line. Well, if the Siegfried line is still there... You like the music? Uh, let's talk about what we did. Right. Round one. I want to hear recaps because I only got to take results. I didn't get any much. <laughs> Dale, you want to start this time? Sure. Um, um, first round, I played Ryan. Um, 
one of the guys that came up from North Dakota or came down from North Dakota, I suppose. Uh, first time I've played him, so it was it was really nice. It was a good time. Um, he had a really um, a really pretty army, Germans. Um, so it was the key positions or the valued objectives that we talked about. Yep. Um, uh, this actually favored my armor pretty significantly because oh, I've sure. got scouts. Mm-hmm. And so I could just kind of move forward in the first turn of the game and see kind of what was there. Yep. And so um, I I pretty much controlled the game. Sounds like scouting scout. Yeah, I, right. I mean, I, I controlled the game. I, I, I held him back pretty well. I didn't push okay. past the the left and the right objectives. I did push past the, the middle objective to kind of protect that. Um, okay. On my left hand side was the three point objective, um, but I had, I had kind of, I had pretty what, what heavy. What table were you on again, Dale? Um, it was the, um, it was the uh, African village. Okay. So because yeah, because Ryan was playing Dak, so that's why. I'd... Yeah. And the Russians that's were a, all over all over Africa. Right. That's a tough board. And uh, well, I don't know if this scenario was okay. Well, I mean, I played on it. That one later. It. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of line of sight blocking, and yep. and so pushing to the objectives, you have to expose yourself, and then kind of getting through it. It, it was, I mean, there was some um, there was some complexity to the board, but but it was fine. Um, yeah. Ryan um, um, had some misfortune. Well, I, I don't believe in luck. Good luck, bad luck. Um, but, <laughs> but he um, um, he had some bad timing in that he had a, a group of five Kubel wagons. And oh, they weren't um, they weren't coming on on his reserve oh. role, so I think he he missed them like on two rolls. But what ended up happening was in turn five, he rolled them up onto the three point objective, okay. and so I was there too. Um, and he he sure. couldn't push me off, but he he could contest it. And so I'm I'm right. looking at that, and I'm like, okay, so how do I how do I get rid of five vehicles? Sure. That are on the objective. That's, that's a Western Desert unit too. And I'm way. like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. you target them individually. You charge them individually. Um, I would have had to have killed three or four vehicles, and I don't know that the last one was within range. Well, it's, okay. it's still a unit, so you're, you're char- you charge it as you treat it as a no, unit. No, you you charge. Oh, well, well, I mean, it's it's I mean, one order dice and we had five right, vehicles. But, it's a unit. It is. Well, no, it's not. I don't think it is one order dice. Yes, it Wait. is. Wait. It's one order dice, but <laughs> you, they are targeted and charged individually. Uh, we might have to have a discussion about we, that yeah. later. But uh, it's probably it's, one of the most controversial units in, in the West. In any event, that's, yeah, I wish it that's, how, that's how it was explained to me. And so I would have had to have charged it five times to clear them all off and shoot them five different times to clear them all off. Alternatively, if it was a unit, he would have pulled the units, the models that were furthest away from it. I guess you would have probably killed the unit if you destroyed enough of them. I don't, yeah, that's a messy Close combat and killing soft skin vehicles is probably the easiest thing in the world. Well, I but mean, no, but if if you kill one and it doesn't kill any back, you win automatically and they would all die if they're treated like I didn't, I didn't think that's how we. Yeah, I thought it was right. in any event. Yeah. Maybe maybe we played it wrong. In any event, so if, effectively, what that meant was I, I could only minor it because I couldn't I couldn't push sure. the five I vehicles off of the I off of the follow up in episode sixty five on that. Right. In particular. 
So, and, and perhaps we perhaps we just played it wrong. I mean, sure. there was there was no shenanigans or anything going on. I mean, legitimately, that's how we thought it worked, and I I had no doubt, no reason to doubt that we weren't playing it correctly. And and either way, I mean, you know, then but that's a thing, and that's a thing in tournament play, right? And so and. But I mean, I had controlled the board. I'd cleared off almost er all of his units. It was just that one that that I couldn't shift, and I, so I finished up with a, a minor win at the end of that one. It was it was a good time. Sure. I, had a, I had a lot of fun, and it was nice because um, we finished the game, which was kind of was which was kind of my my goal for the tournament to try to make sure I finished all of the games um, and just kind of get back into it. But after the first game, I'm like, because I didn't I didn't really want to push the list because I didn't have the list that I wanted to take anyways. <laughs> right? You had, a, you had a truck for God's and sake. So what, what's the I'm just like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to have good games, you know, push everything right. forward a little bit and maybe try a little bit of testing with some units that I wanted to see if I could do anything with. Um, cool. But when you kind of win, then you can maybe you can put some pressure on yourself like, oh, well, maybe... Maybe I owe it to the list and myself to see if I can't do something with it, and so mm-hmm. push push a little. But harder I wasn't, out. yeah. But I wasn't really prepared. It was. I just wanted it to be a nice, easy going day. Um, but it was. It was a good start. Ryan was a, was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed enjoyed playing. Really pretty army. So, and he and he cool. and he played it well. I mean, he was able to figure out which where he needed to go, and even in the end, even though I, I had depleted him significantly. He still was kind of in a position to kind of push on the left and the right, kind of giving him a couple of different options. So he he stuck to it right to the end. So yeah, it's a good game. Cool. Okay, uh, well, I played Tom. Uh, I don't remember what table number we were on. We were on some kind of uh, one of Jeff's train tables, I think. One of your newer train tables, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he was playing Americans. I was playing Germans. Uh, first of all, I will say. Going in with the list I had, I wasn't super happy about the list I had, but it was like, I have these models painted, so I'm going to use them. Um, <laughs> I maybe would have changed things up a little bit if I had, had time to paint some more models. But anyway, so I used as much of it as I could. Um, and I was able to get up onto two of the objectives before he was able to get near them because of the train, li- like the linear blocking line of sight. Or I, uh, there was just a linear obstacle he couldn't get across, so I was able to get to two of the objectives first and was able to locate the three right away. Mm-hmm. So I had the three in my possession turn one. Actually, I think it was turn one. Um, but I was, so I I knew what we were looking at and basically was able to hold on to that the whole game. Uh, primarily because he dedicated a bunch of resources to taking one of the other objectives. And I think that, I, I think he kind of felt like he couldn't get to the three because I think he thought the three was at the other end of the table and instead it was actually in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've <laughs> I asked you about this during, during the uh, during the lunch, Jeff. So we both got to one objective. I think we actually both got to one objective for turn one. I had actually a unit that was just short of being able to get to the, the third objective. And he said something about, well, at least we're both disappointed. And I was like, yeah, at least we know where they are. And having seen the three, he kind of like was making it sound like I'd seen the one. Um, I felt like I deceived him a little bit, but I don't think I did because I'm like, I, <laughs> I know what it is. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you it's the three. Like, I'm not going to tell you it's the one either, but I'm not going to like, yeah. I'm not going to tip my hat. Like, I'm, like, I'm not going to give that to you so you know what it is. Um, uh, this is the game I scored nine secondary objective points. So I was able to do all of the three pointers the first game because. 
of just how things happened. And I'm like, oh, I can do this right now. Let me do this. And like, I got my lieutenant into his deployment zone. And can't remember what else I had to do. I had to assault his lieutenant. Is that one of them? Was that might have been one of the secondary objectives? Yeah, yeah. And assault like, an HQ. Yep. Right. So he he brought his lieutenant in to contest one of the objectives, and I'm like, well, we'll just assault your lieutenant. It gives me three points, and they can fall back onto onto the onto the objective. So I was able to be able to get those figured out. But I I had accepted early on that I wasn't going to get more than a minor victory because he had dedicated two ten man or twelve man uh, U.S. troop units to the other objective, and I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to try and beat that because it's only worth one point anyway. Yep. So it just kind of. I don't know. It was it was a good game. Uh, this is where I learned how Nebel or or multi launchers work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> turn one, turn one. I'm like, what am I doing with this thing? Oh, I'm going to target the tank. And then I realized after I had already fired it that oh, I should have shot the building next to the tank because I would have yeah, more stuff. Yeah, I was like, oh, that was dumb of me. I should have not. And as it turns out, uh, moral of the story is I didn't hit that many things with the uh, with the uh, Panzerwerfer in this game. I did end up immobilizing the tank. I did not kill it, but I did immobilize it so it couldn't move anymore, which actually was very nice because had it roll, had it been able to roll up, it would have been able to contest any objective it wanted to, and I would have had probably very little I could have done about it at that point. Sure. Um, right, because my big... Uh, I guess I could have had a Puma on it. I think he... Did he kill my Puma? I don't remember. I don't think he actually killed my Puma, but you know, he would have been able to kind of run the table you know, as my as my only really threatening piece that was anywhere near that was probably my my Panzerwerfer. So if he gets close enough to my shit, I can't shoot at it anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was it was interesting, but that, that was the game one. I had a minor victory with nine uh, secondary objective points. That was the pinnacle, the apex of my tournament right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Much like in life, Rick peaks early mm. in tournaments. Sometimes, sometimes. Well, we'll get through my other rounds and we'll see where that ends up. But, <laughs> okay. uh, so, Jeff, how'd you do? Uh, <laughs> this was a very tough scenario on a tough board for me, for my army. Um, okay. And part of it, and part of that was because I was playing uh, a very good opponent. I think it was Sydney, and he had his British Market Garden Airborne list. Uh, so it's kind of a paratrooper fight, which is you know that part's pretty cool. Uh, it's very solid with a couple big squads of paratroopers in it. He had a uh, let's see, a big Anna, whatever the. A 17 pounder is a big ass anti tank gun. I know that, which made me a little bit concerned. For British 17 pounder, yeah, it's a it's a super heavy and a three inch HE. Yeah, uh, might not have been. No, never mind. It was a six pounder. I've got his okay. list here. I'm looking at it. It All was right, a six okay. pounder, but still plenty big. Uh, flamethrower team. He's got a, a light mortar team, a Piat team. You know, whoop, whoop to do on a Piat team. Um, the problem, the, the, not the problem. The hard part about it is, is there's prep bombardment in this scenario. Uh, and the British get to, you know, do the double roll and pick the one they like better. Uh, which blows when you're playing against them because you don't dare put any vehicles or single infantry models on the table. Because mm-hmm. you're just asking to die. And it's like, okay, so i got to leave all my mobile shit off the board, my lieutenant off the board, so I don't get, so I don't get ganked from the double roll prep bombardment at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on the trench, Pat's trench board, which is lots of trenches, which is a bitch for mobility of getting things anywhere. It's just hard to get around that board. Uh, so you kind of just got to guess correctly, uh, which, you know, can be good or bad. In this case, it ended up bad for me. <clears throat> so we, uh, you know, we got our stuff on the board, start pushing up for the different objective markers. We have a pretty damn good fight in the right side trenches on the thing. We both finally get to look at that one. It's worth one. And it's like, okay. Well, I'd already brought, you know, I was trying to bring my vehicles on over there. 
because I need my infantry stomping tank to do any damage, serious damage to this because there's hard cover everywhere, so it's going to have to be volume of fire that does anything. Or assaults, which that will happen too, but his guys are also paratroopers with SMGs, so it's not exactly like it's going to be an easy fight anywhere we go. Uh, and then my dice rolls for getting units on the table flubbed, so it wasn't until turn three, I think, before my vehicle started showing up, which cut... Jeez, Jeff. <laughs> I, I can't make a veteran roll to save my life. Like They're just terrible. I think I failed 16 order tests with one or less pins. You might as well just go regular kind of, at that point. I might as, right. I might as well. Right. I mean, I'm going to fail them on 11s anyway. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Might as well save <laughs> the points. That's crazy. Uh, it's just ridiculous. But it gets... But wait, it gets better. All right. Um, but wait, there's more. So, the nice part about having a tiny Italian tank is you get cover from just about everything. Right. You yeah. know, so those trenches were providing me cover so I could roll up not with impunity from that anti-tank gun, but I wasn't really concerned about the anti-tank gun. So right. I, I roll in, I, I chew up some infantry squads with it. That part's pretty cool. Uh, but it's very clear after I've done some moving up the middle that the 3.1 isn't directly in the center of the board. And we both found it and knew it. And it's like, well, shit. Uh, because <laughs> I've got, you know, one small infantry squad that's just getting shot by everything, and then my one of my bigger infantry squads moving up the trenches to try and take it. But they're getting hit by stuff and getting pinned. They've got like five, six, seven pins on them. So they're not really going anywhere. I mean, I rally, clear some pins, they get more pins on them. They can't do anything except sit there on that objective. And he moves down a lieutenant, uh, his artillery observer, his PAT team, uh, a medic, uh, and the remnants of some other fucking squad I shot the shit out of. The whole flamethrower team. <laughs> so there's like eight order dice around there I've got to fucking chew through if I want to clear that objective and claim it for myself. And it's just there's just not enough turns in the game to do that. Nope. I mean, I'm working on it, and the game ends. He's got one, I think it's his medic standing there contesting that objective against my infantry squad with like six pins on it. And so that's uh, that one's a push. And I, I did do the same thing on the left side by bringing on the armored car and the lieutenant, and they, he had a full squad on that objective, and I contested it with the armored car and the lieutenant. Um, but my favorite was the, the, trying to kill those guys in the center. I had to take a chance, so I turn the tank and I drive it right down the side of, the, right down the side of those trenches because it's a small tank. It can get a good clean shot to start wiping out infantry that's hiding in that trenches. So 20 machine gun shots, needing fives, fives or sixes to hit. 20 dice in the bucket. Not a single five or six. Ouch. 20 up in dice. And I'm like, yep. okay, that's that's fucking awful. So that's when I unfolded that fucking game mat dice tray you gave us. And that, that went back. <laughs> that went on the floor. Oh, you were done with that. <laughs> it's done. I ain't <laughs> rolling fucking anymore. dice in that again. Forget to, uh, that. I was just, help you stand on the concrete floor. A little bit of cushioning. Yeah, right? That's, <laughs> that's where that thing belonged. And so it's like, okay, that's frustrating. Well, another turn. Next turn. Uh, he misses with the anti-tank gun that's got now got a clear line of sight at the side of my tank because I have to take this chance. Thank, right. thank God for that. I fire down the line again. I get seven hits on one of his single models down there, right? Veteran guy, need five or sixes. Throw seven dice. You think I'd get a five or six to kill the guy? No. No, of course, of course not. not. So it's just like my dice just absolutely went ice cold at inopportune times. And his dice were excellent when he needed them to be. His, his forward observer dropped his artillery shot right on a squad of my dudes and rolled the six. Although I went down because I was like, I can feel bullshit coming on. So I was like, nope, we're going down. Uh, I feel bullshit coming on. And it's a direct hit on my guys. So they get the template, but it's only half of them because I went down. 
But I have a sixth sense. I've developed a sixth sense for when shit like that's going to happen at this point. <laughs> I feel like I need to go down. Like, right what's, here. what's the worst possible yeah. thing that could happen? He'd land that artillery shot on me. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going down, and it worked out. So well, you go. I, I've got you beat. I'll tell you my round two. I'd love. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it ends up uh, his infantry. My tank had to abandon contesting the right objective because I needed to try to get that three pointer. Yeah. Because if I'm holding a one, and well, I wasn't going to hold the one because he had an infantry squad over there, so it's going to be all right. contested. I needed to blast him off that center one, and I couldn't do it. Right. Okay. So, did how did it end then? Minor victory for him. Okay. I killed six of his order dice. He killed three of mine, but he held the one point objective. So. Okay. So, it goes. so he was able to control one point. Yep. And that's all it took for that. That's all it, it takes. It sounds like a bloody bloody fight at that point. Oh, we, if you are able to we, fight over the three. We killed the hell out of each other. Yeah. That's that's and that's fun. That can be fun. That can be. It was fun. It was fun. The, the, let me yeah. reiterate. It was a very fun game. It's just frustrating because there were a lot of things working against me, yeah. and the Italian rules offer you no help of any kind. Yeah. And right. I was eating a lot of British rules, which is a little frustrating. But you know, I mean, it's a British game, so British Army's got to be the best. That's just how it goes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be the case. <laughs> All right, so it ends up Dale with, Dale with a minor, me with a minor, and you with a minor loss. Yeah, no such thing as a minor. It's just a loss in this one. But yeah, oh, it's, it's just a loss. Just a loss. Okay. Just a loss. Yeah. Just a loss. I thought there was a ma- there's, I there was yeah, some, there's minor. No, there's major minors. Major minor losses too. Yeah, oh, I thought there's there was a zero and a five point. Right, so you still got oh, five. Okay, points. so minor loss then. Yeah, yeah, you got you still you still got some points out of it. <laughs> I let him fill okay. out the scoring sheet. I don't. I don't do score oh, sheets. Oh, sure, sure. So I will say the one thing that Tom and I forgot to do is we forgot to do preparatory bombardments. Oh, so, Jesus! But we both forgot them, so it was fine. Like I'm like, well, whatever. We can't. Like, let's not go back now. That's silly. Yeah. Like, like halfway through turn one, I'm like, we're not going to do that now. That that would make no sense. Yeah. Um, so did you? Whatever uh, it was, what it was. Did Did all of us finish our games? Easily. Nice. Easily. Good. Yes. Good. I don't think we we're the yeah. first done, but we were close to the first done. Yeah, I don't know if. We might have been the first. I don't. It was close, if not. I don't know. No. All right. So, uh, so we'll talk round two then. Uh, it's, the scenario was in Bellament. Yep. This is after lunch. Right. After I was so, feeling better. Yep. Attacker, defender. One of us are trying to get points into their deployment zone. If you're unfamiliar with Bellament, uh, into the deployment zone and or off. And or off. Yes, correct. Yep. Um, uh, I played John E. His last name starts with an E. His name's John. <laughs> he's, he's not Johnny. <laughs> no, he's not Johnny. He's Johnny. E? Uh, and he was playing his Marines. He had a he had a Marine shirt on. He had a, I, I'm, I didn't ask him if he served. Yeah, he did. Kind of, I was gonna say I kind of had the feeling he yep. did. Um, and he was the defender. I was the attacker. Uh, did uh, which two role did you win and who chose? So I won and I chose primarily because I wanted him to sit and take. Nebelwerfer or Panzerwerfer okay. shots. So you chose attacker. Um, I chose attacker. I thought it was going to benefit me more. He had a he had a Satan uh, Stuart. Yep. So he had the flamethrower Stuart. Yep. So I'm like, well, that's going to be less effective if I can if I'm moving into him versus him moving into me. So I kind of was like weighing out the options I had here. Um, he also only had I think three units of infantry, and he had a bunch of other stuff in there. So he had a veteran squad, a 12-man veteran squad with, like, all the kit and caboodle you could possibly put on him. Uh, like, he had anti-tank grenades and stuff like that. It was just, like, every should, everyone should avoid him. Um, what else did he have? That was, those are the big things he had. I can't remember what else. He had a medium order and a couple other things. Uh, highlight of the game for him was 
So I'm running, I have a truck with, so right, I'm, I'm attacking, so I want to get as many units in his deployment zone as I can, or off the table, which is which would be beneficial to me to get. So I put as much shit in my truck as I could to get it moving. Um, <laughs> he puts his lieutenant, his lieutenant and the other bro, like his assistant, in ambush. So I roll my truck on the side of the table, over hard cover, over, over you know, over half, so he needed at least sixes, if not sevens. I can't remember what he needed. Um, I think he needed sevens. Rolls, rolls up. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna shoot it because why not? Shoots it, hits the, hits a seven. Immobilizes it. <laughs> immobilizes my truck. So he, he rolls a six. He rolls a six, and he rolls another six. I do remember him rolling three sixes <laughs> like that. This is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> and then he rolls an immobilize, which means all of my freaking units that were in there take a pin and then get the hell out of the truck. Two pins. Two, yeah, two pins and get out, get out of the truck. Uh, if it wasn't destroyed, they shouldn't have gotten out of the truck. Uh, if, it's mobile, if it's immobilized, they, re, they, are, they jump out of the transport. I remember reading it verbatim from the book, unless it changed. I'm, I'm 99% certain they had to get out of the... When it becomes immobilized, they have to... Okay. Maybe we played it wrong. doesn't matter. They had to jump out anyway because there was nowhere for them to go anywhere. Right? Because they... You know, the truck wasn't moving anymore. <laughs> so I was like, son of a gun. So all of the little shit that I was going to get up there happened. Um, the other highlight of that game, well, this, is, this isn't a highlight. This is my screw-up, and I feel bad that it happened. So sorry, John. Is that I actually was shooting my, my Puma wrong. I forgot that my MMG on, on the Puma is actually not a hull-mounted MMG. It's actually a turret-mounted. So I'm shooting the big gun and the, and the MMG, mm. which you can't do. So um, his his veteran squad had actually taken two or two pins, yeah, two pins at the beginning of the game, and I was able to put enough pins on them throughout the game that I was able to keep them sitting there. But of course, I'm shooting the big gun at the at his his Satan, and I'm trying to shoot the, his veteran squad just to keep putting pins on it, so he's not able to do anything with them, which was working very effectively. Except I can't do that with a puma; I was cheating. Uh, so, so we we came to a, a gentlemanly agreement of how to try and handle it. We removed a bunch of pins off of that unit and made them actually very effective again, which actually hosed me in the long run. Um, like it was, it was very much to his benefit that that happened. Was able to basically hold up essentially a third of my army. Um, and I will say this game played incredibly slow. So we only made it through four turns before time was called. And I had lost a ton of dice, but more importantly, I had at least four units that were like a quarter inch out of his deployment zone. Uh-huh. Like they were literally on the freaking edge. And I'm like, if I had one more turn, I would have, I probably wouldn't have won, but I would have definitely pulled it from a major loss to a, at least a minor loss, mm-hmm. if not a, a little bit closer. I might have been able to even win it. I have no idea, but it was, it unfortunately didn't go long enough. So. It is what it is. I was disappointed the game didn't finish, but it was it was a knockout fight. We both lost a ton of stuff. We had probably a dozen assaults, so there was a bunch of stuff in there. It was a good game. Um, I again, I wish we had played a little faster and seen what happened if we got in the full game. And mm-hmm. but that is what it is. So Jeff, uh, Jeff, tell us about your game. <laughs> While I look up this roll, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, yeah, so good old envelopment here. Uh, we rolled for it. I just outright won the defender roll, so you didn't have to roll twice. I didn't have to roll twice as Italians, no. Nice. So I and I took defender because that's what you should do as Italians. Yep. Um, because it's the only way your army will one of your army rules ever gets used. 
if you take Defender. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm taking Defender. Uh, so I picked the Table Edge. I got one in placement, which I want to, after we're done talking about our rounds, I have a question about Italian rules. That I just fucking put in a placement out wherever I wanted to, but I have a question about that later. Anyway, flopped it in placement out in the center of the board, deployed my units, and again, it's prep bombardment in this one again, so I'm going to get shot at again, which means my tank, my armored car, and my truck, and my lieutenant have to stay off the board because I don't want them getting shot. Uh, and then you don't, you know, he was playing early war German. Sorry, I should give a name there. I apologize yeah. there. I got ahead of myself. So excited about this. Uh, it was Chris, I believe, uh, rolling early war Germans. Um, and it's a great, it's a pretty army. It's a great list. So anyway, I deploy out my guys, and I've got to spread across the whole board. And at 10 order dice, I, you know, it's hard to cover six feet of board. Uh, you just kind of got to do what you got to do. Um, so first turn, the other Italian rule came in play there. Well, the same one. Uh, he wanted to roll, push his artillery onto the board and shoot, you know, push his artillery on the board. And I was like, uh, do you have a toe for that? No toe, no artillery showing up first turn. He had to wait till the second turn. So Yep, put him in reserve. Yep, save me a whole because, turn because of shooting. you need to have a toe? You can't Interesting. run onto the board your first turn. Oh, yeah, And that's yeah, the only yes. way those team... Uh, team, team weapons, weapons can roll big, on big, yeah, big by themselves yeah. without a mm-hmm. yeah, okay. yep makes perfect sense yep so hooray uh, and I did put all my guys in hidden and ambushed but most of them would come out shooting before that before it ever had any effect on the game so you know say la vie uh, he played envelopment exactly how you should play it because he looked at me with ha- over half my army spread across six feet of table and he picked about eight inches on the very left extreme of the board and its entire army went there and he attempted to push up the extreme left of the, his extreme left, my extreme right of the board, and I had to try to pull over everything I could to slow him down, and it was a damn near run thing. Uh, thankfully, my tank came on at a judicious time this time. Uh, he had a Panzer 38 hiding in there, and so we had a little bit of a tank duel at more or less point blank range, uh, light tank duel, which was quite fun uh, that I ended up winning, luckily because it, you know, I think whoever won that tank duel was probably going to win this game. Uh, but once I'd eliminated the Panzer 38, there was nothing over there that was any threat to my tank, so I could yeah, not quite green. not quite delete a unit every turn of shooting, but put some serious hurt on every uh, unit every turn of shooting. Uh, so I could, and more importantly, just kind of jam up that side so his movement was limited, uh, hamper it, hamper it with a building, you know, and just wedge areas and slow things down. And I slowly had to pull my the rest of my army across to that side and. Move and shoot, stick and move, stick and move, put fire down there. My my mortar did jack all. It got pins on it in the bombardment, foobard and ran ran the first turn. You know, just my mortar my mortar did nothing the first two turns of these first two games of this tournament, so so it goes. Um But I pinched down, I was able to bottleneck him enough, uh, put pins on the appropriate units that by and then started killing units that by the end of the game I think he'd gotten one or two units into my deployment zone, but I had killed a substantial portion of his army. Like, quite a few order dice of his army, so I ended up with a major win at the end of that. Nice. nice. Very good game, very good army, and he played the tactics perfectly. Um, I was fortunate that dice rolls and strategy allowed me to counter enough to slow him down. But he he did the truck run-up, too, Mm -hmm. and I... I kind of salivate at trucks full of dudes. I know it's what you do in Envelopment to get guys up there, but, like, I love shooting right. trucks with lots of units in them. <laughs> that's, that's I like it. shooting trucks, and I cannot lie. 
Right. And, well, I mean, I had open shots at infantry squads or hardcover shots at that truck with three units on it, and I take the hardcover shot every time because I want well, I yeah, want the pins. I want yep. the pins. Yep. 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 Okay. So speaking of trucks getting shot at, um, page one sixteen is the page you're looking yep, for. I just, Pat. Yeah, I just posted it. In there. Okay, yep. I was gonna say I'm like I just I've just yep. found the rule. effects so of damage on passengers. It does it yep. does say that if if a, tran- if a transport vehicle is mobilized by new fire, yep. then the first yep. is then everything gets yep. gets the heck out. So, which makes sense. You wouldn't want to stay in a big ass target. Why would you like the engine's dead? There's no okay. We're gonna stay here. Yeah. All right, well, let's <laughs> wait our turn. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No tech priest to come by and fix that. So right, right, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> cool. Uh, so Dale, how did you? Um. Played Luke. Um, he was running a veteran German list. Um, okay. I don't remember who won the role. I think he did. And okay. he. Pl- um, I, actually, I don't remember. He was the defender, though. I was the attacker. Okay. And um, I. Your I list go, would favor attacking. Yeah, I, I go. I go on a little bit about luck and how it's not that I don't believe in it. it, it it's that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> because the, I don't know if the dice, that. Yeah, the okay. dice do what the dice do. You, you can't change, you can't change the roll after it's well, rolled. That's why it's called luck and not a skill. I mean, well, <laughs> right. I, well yeah. And so, to me, which makes it use, useless because you can't develop dice rolling, or if you are, then you're probably in the wrong game. But the point is simply that you know the, the skills you want to develop is how you react to situations when they go south and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I've only ever had a few games that I've been a part of where the where um, an extraordinary string of results impacted the game, where it didn't matter what either player was doing. True. And um, and because of the number of games I've played over the years, it's 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 so outside of a regular occurrence that it's like, but it, it occasionally, rarely. It, it happens, and it happened in this particular game for Luke, which is kind of funny because I I know he has a little bit of a reputation of just his dice, just do extraordinary things, but um, as the attacker, I'm pushing forward as fast as I can, and, I, and I've already got a, a quite a significant advanced deployers, and so I'm just moving up the field on one side of of the thing, and he's got a veteran heavy list, and um, and I roll my Katusha on. And I get two sixes in a row on one of his units and I think an artillery piece or something. And so basically knock those out. I push forward and then his armored car, he's trying to bring on from reserve. And he, he, he never brings it on. He never passes a single check on it through, the, through the whole game. And we, we got through six. And I basically killed everything else. And so, you Jeez. know, and if he had been able to bring on the tank at some point, it, it probably could have, you know, done a, um, it, it, it would have given me an issue, but I rolled you know, eight or nine units off the board, and it just and so that's that's just kind of how that one worked out it, it was the, um, it was the airfield board, and so he had set up defensively with the hangar on his side, which basically broke up um, the left and right side of the board I just had to pick one, and I flooded one side, and because I was bringing everything on in a first wave scenario, he didn't know which side, so he had to spread out his limited number of yep. troops because they're veteran Germans to begin with. Sure. Um, and he so he defend enough. Yeah, he was just 
just on the back foot right from the start because the scenario favored me and the attacker defender favored me. My order dice yep. favored me. And then my Katusha coming in and clearing off two of his units right off the start. And then his one impact piece at that point never coming on. And it's like there wasn't anything he could have done to change the outcome of that game, unfortunately. So, But, I mean, we soldiered through. Um, finished it off, he, you know, and, and that was kind of the, the story of that game, so. Cool. Yeah, yeah that sounds fun. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I, and it's, y- you feel bad, but. Um, Do I, you? Nah. Well. You shouldn't feel bad. Well, I mean. Shit you, happens. It's an unfortunate circumstance, and the point for me, well, I'm not necessarily, the point for all of us is that we have a cool story about, you know, oh, this was really, and, and that you're making an impactful choice in the right, right in the right circumstance that is like, oh, that's right, I did the right thing there, and the game turned, and I was rewarded for that. But in this sure. scenario, I mean, that wasn't the case at all. There wasn't anything that that could have happened any other way necessarily. The outcome kind of felt like out of our control a little bit. I mean, I did a, what I was what I was supposed to do, but it wasn't a smart or strategic thing. It was just, you know, you can go left or right, and the right is clearly obvious and easy and very smooth. <laughs> so right. it's like, yeah. uh, well, duh. So you do that, but that's that's just kind of how the game went, so... Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, it was still. I sure. mean, Luke is a great guy, and I, I've played him. I've played him before in a couple of uh, one one day tourneys, you know. But you feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know. You hope for a good game because it's challenging, and we're both in it to the end. And and one of us comes out on top because they were playing better that particular day, or you know. Then that's that's sure. kind of fun and exciting. But that unfortunately that wasn't the story of this game. So. Oh, totally. No, Luke must have been a great guy because he received uh, best sports votes from all three of his opponents. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, good for him, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, in totally in, awesome. in the face of what was happening, he didn't. You know, he's just like I mean, you know, he didn't sit there and focus on the dice or anything like that. I mean, it's you know, there's not anything you can do. The dice are what the dice are. And he's like, all right, well, let's let's keep on going, and and he's yeah, trying. And Jeff and I, Jeff and I played him, and <clears throat> I forget who he was with at the team's tournament a few years back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was. It was just uh, just a pummeling, and he just smiled about it, and just you know, rolled along with it, and had a great time. So, yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's something about a player when things are going that rough for you that you're still able to be a good sport about everything, and you know, even though you really want to just like scream and throw something, but yeah. You just, and you it's, just and it's interesting because it's like, and I don't know that he did this necessarily, but if if. Um, if you are one of those players, it's like, oh man, I can never pass a reserve check on my inexperience and my regular dudes. I'm going to pay the premium, bring on my veteran, set everything up for a veteran. And nope, he's rolling 11s, 11, mm-hmm. 11, 10, because it's minus one coming in from reserve, 12. Yep. And it's just, it's like, man, after, I mean, even I would be like, come on. But he, he wasn't. He was totally, man. Yeah, yeah, so, good yeah. for him. <laughs> um, I, this is not to disper- This is not meant as anything like bad about it. But like, if your dice are consistently garbage, like all the time, you kind of hit a point where it's like you just sort of numb to it. Too. <laughs> I wish that were true, Jeff. Well, because I mean, so maybe I'm starting to become numb to I'm it. I'm just saying, like, if you know people that like consistently always have garbage dice, they just like they 
they, your your first reaction is to be angry, like you know, you're like, "Come on!" But after a while, you're just like, eh, "That's just what dice do." Sure, that's, that's just dice do sure. for me. Yep, that's just that's, that's just how dice I'm not, are. I'm I'm not angry about it anymore, but I'm just like, "Yep, that's how it's gonna go." Yep. Okay, be one of those. <laughs> yep, it's gonna be one of those games. All right, let's let's just keep going. Let's see how this works. Yeah, I've I've had that. I was gonna say my game three was very much that. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a very interesting discussion point sometime that's very non-scientific around whether or not luck exists and is, is a factor. Because I have, this is no offense meant to Dale, I have found that people that have consistently averaged dice rolls always tell me luck doesn't exist. <laughs> right. That Actually, that would be a great way of playing a game is instead of playing dice, you play averages. Yeah. Right. I should hit three times. I hit three times. If I, I should hit, I should. Don't give four anyone times. that idea, Rick. They're already playing your just no points order dice thing. <laughs> Actually, I would, no, no, but I would love to play a game with you, Rick, where we study. just do averages. I would love to right. play Let's that. Let's just game. play a study. Like we play a game with a list, and we just play a game, and we just say, "I'm it's, shooting that unit." Okay, I should do two wounds. We're doing two yep. wounds, and just play it that way, and see how like it'd be almost like a statistical test of how that actually it's, plays. Yeah, but it's it'd be it doesn't. It's not. It's not, it's not whether or not you're doing average. It's it's when you're rolling the sixes and when you're rolling the ones, right? Well, no, it's 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 very much average. No, so so if 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 you have a katusha and it fires yeah. um, every turn of the game, and yep. it has it, it could hit two targets each turn. Yep. Um, so it should hit twice over the course of of a six-round game, how do you choose when it hits those two well, times? Let's 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 not take Katusha as it like let's not take multi launches into what we're talking yeah. about. I'm talking well, about rifle units but, shooting shooting. But at that's a rifle. why like, I get what you're yeah, saying. I, but that's why but that's why it's important is because you you yeah. we don't we don't play for averages, um, and that's why I'm saying that I'm, it's luck. I don't really pay attention to. It's all about the timing of the dice because over the course of a whole tournament, chances are you've rolled you rolled each face of the dice. A, a relatively normal or same number of times. I disagree. I don't think I saw. I don't I, think I saw I a six the whole fucking. Strongly weekend. disagree with that as well. Okay, so then here's um, here's what I would here's what I would recommend you do is you actually just start marking down. I have, which which which. 30, no, Jeff, you had to have gotten those sixes on those harder checks. At least right. one. That's what I'm saying though. Like twenty six failed order tests with when I need a, a ten or better, or ten or under. That's fucking ridiculous. That's not odds. Yeah. That's not even remotely odds. Uh, well, unless you didn't right. roll fives or sixes any other of the other times. That's not how dice work. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I mean, I, what you're saying. I mean, throwing twenty I, shots down range where I need a five or six on one dice and getting none. Well, right. Well, that's why you're you're actually getting odds. It's just when when are you getting what you need to get. And so, and so, and so, to me, because I don't have any control over that, it's just like, well, okay, you know. But that's yeah. What I'm saying is, each I, you're balancing odds over like the long haul, a, thou- a thousand, and I'm balancing yes. odds in the small numbers. Right. Where it's what like, are the odds you're going to roll no fives or sixes when you roll twenty dice? Right. Is not statistically zero. Correct. Right. That should be what. Six or something right. like that. I don't and, know. And the fact, whatever. And is. the fact that I roll two ordered dice, two dice later for an order test and, and foobar it with double sixes doesn't balance the fact that twenty ordered that twenty shots all didn't roll five or six. Right. It helps balance it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
I get what you're saying, Dale. It's a different. It's just difference in agreeing on what statistics. You also have to count dice. for observational bias. For sure, there's some, and, and, I, and I know there's some of that in with, with me. But I also recognize what what Jeff is saying is like throwing twenty dice and getting zero fives and sixes is not the same as like I rolled I rolled ten sixes in a game. That's right, the, well, the statistical average for so the number of dice I rolled. Like it's just different. It's like that's a macro I, versus I micro. do. I, I do. I do understand where you're coming from, and yeah. and I I rolled the gas out, and I needed fives and sixes to hit, and I didn't hit. I mean, on twenty right. dice. So and that that absolutely happened to me last weekend, or or in the but, tournament. But when you're sitting there playing a game, and you're like, okay, I'm going to roll on my gas now. You're are you not sitting there thinking I should hit four times and I should do two wounds or whatever? So so I'm like I always think about those I'm things planning playing for likely outcomes. A hundred percent, right? Because I, mean, exactly, I want to yeah. keep playing, and I want the game to move along. And so you plan right. for order dice in succession to try. Okay, I can. I'm yep. hoping for a pin here. I'm hoping for a pin here, and then if I can drop yep. on the AE and kill enough guys, that's going to give me better odds to route the unit in in one turn without having to assault. Right. Absolutely. But the whole point is, is you roll those dice, you've got an equal chance for any one of those faces to come up. And once the result is out there, then you. Apply the you apply the result and you 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 get on with it and you adjust if you have right. to, and right. so and but that's that's just my approach and you're right I mean you know if you're rolling twenty dice and you don't hit but it's like well there you go well right that's like you and I playing and you you rolling your katushan and hitting four of my freaking mm-hmm. units and destroying two of them like that statistically will never it does doesn't happen to me it has never happened to me i don't know that the last time i've and right in this in this tournament i've set myself up for two of my three games i had i had optimal you know panzerwerfer and i never felt as good as i've ever seen you feel with your katusha so well i my <laughs> it gets back so to that in the three games i played my katusha hit twice this last okay, time well, around. our Katusha's, our multi-launchers did about as well. Right, and so, that. but, you know, that's, that's, that's okay. <laughs> no, like, well, I mean, yeah, you're, but how many, yeah, 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 well, your Katusha's how many points? Uh, 65 or something, I don't yeah. know. I, I'll, if I could take a 65-point multi-launcher on my German list, I probably Well, you, you can, it's just not mobile. Right. Oh, you, right, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, well, I mean, fair. and, but that's, that's a different discussion. I mean, yeah. That's a sure, maybe discussion. I feel but, better about my my lack of sixes coming up because I spent ten points less than you have. I don't know, but oh, try 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 ninety six is the is the yeah. Answer. Okay, 30, 30 points less than you have. I mean, but I, it's that that doesn't that doesn't change. But yours also being knocked out by pistols and rifles, right? No, no, true. What, what was that? Yours isn't being knocked out by pistols and rifles because it's fully no, true. There's, there's well, I mean, you're not going to get. You shouldn't be getting that in pistol range for one. But yeah, rifle range for right. sure. Absolutely. But I mean, but I just joints. I just I just would encourage. Well, my my approach is simply that I don't find any utility in in worrying about what results have been rolled. So, no, that's fair. But I think circling back though, I think it'd be interesting to play a game, Rick, where we just played a game and we just went by the averages, what the dice were, just to see what right. it's like. Well, you'd smoke me for sure. Well, but, but I, 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 don't don't, know, I don't know about that. I don't know how you how you work out when the Katusha hits or well, the mortars hit just, or anything like that. Just take the Katushas and multi launchers. Right, you're, you're, you're just not going to play multi You're fixated on the single most random unit in the game, right? In Which the Katusha, right? And that's well, the only okay. one. The single so, most random. That's the only one that's always a random value hit. All right. So what about snipers then? Snipers, snipers. a one shot weapon hits on a three up. 
when which which four turns do you determine that I it see hits? what you're saying do you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's just like, or if you're following up on an assault move and you roll a d6, how do you determine when it rolls a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, or 6? It's like... There's probably a way of... If only there was some for. object that you could roll that would give you a <laughs> random result. And that's and that's not... To, and, and maybe it's just when you drop, drop how you want to play the game, you're actually saying, okay, if if you're firing, if you have a unit that's firing six weapons, at least six, do your averages... If you have six hits, do your averages for wounds. And right. In, in those non-one-hit scenarios, yeah, absolutely. That might actually speed up the game quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there's still a lot of... Uh, no. You have extra math. Yeah, because then you have, you have people worse. do a lot more math rather than right. just rolling dice. Right, because so. now you're playing statistics. I have 20 dice. I do uh, six I think it's hits, called Battle for North Africa. Wounds. I think is the game. <laughs> I like the idea, Jeff. You and I can sit and try and figure out yeah, how you would exactly. do it. I, I'd like to play the idea of, like, what if you just abstracted dice away from the game for the sake of s- studying the idea of, like, what dice look like. Yep. But, uh, yeah. I, and I try not to fix that and fixate on dice. And we'll get into my round three, and I'll sh- explain why, like, sometimes I get fixated so on dice. So, the end of round two, balls. we've got four players sitting at 35 and one player sitting at 40 points. Hmm. Imagine that. Well, we know we know who's sitting at forty. I mean, that's right. <laughs> well, we do. The, everyone else doesn't necessarily. But it was John. <laughs> John was yeah. sitting at double majors. Yeah, so. And then, yeah. so we've got uh, to the to the battleground guys who they're playing the first tournaments. Uh, Evan and John were both at thirty-five points. So I naturally put those two guys matched up together. That you know. Then I bring over the I had the Eighth Army starter box that was going to be given to one of these uh, ten or eleven guys <laughs> that had the had the you know their first tournament ever, and I set it down. I said, just so you guys know, it's most likely one of you two is going to end up winning this. And the one guy looks at me, he goes, "Can I pick a different army?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm giving you a hundred and forty dollar army here. I mean, pick, pick a, I'm like, you can sell what, it on eBay you if you want, want to, yeah. or right. <laughs> like what?" Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, give it to the store and get something else. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, beggars can't be choosers. Apparently, they can. Apparently, yeah. Well, Jesus, I mean, they can. All right, so not, did they get something else? No, he. Uh, they, no. he yeah, exactly. All right, so exactly. round three. I could tell that everybody was mentally exhausted, out of shape. Yeah, out of shape. Yeah. It was. It was very evident across the entire. The Ooh. entire. Uh, Store that everyone was just like, we really have to play another one. Shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was. Pleased. So that's why. That's why I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll do something easy. Media engagement. So how how round three go for you guys? Jeff, you want to start this one because you probably had the best game of the three of us. <laughs> well, that's that. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna. We just got done talking about dice rolls. We're gonna see my opponent have the <laughs> the opposite effect of that. Um, so mine was Battle of the Jeffs. So uh, my opponent was Jeff from uh, North Dakota, uh, and he had, uh, I believe, it was Hungarians because he had a Zinri in there. Cool. Uh, so he's got a Zinri. He's got his Axis support tank, which was the German version of the uh, Italian tank I'm running with the double, ma- with the four machine guns on it. Uh, and we were talking about how great that tank is because it's just an infantry deleter, and we were laughing about it. We have a little tank duel, <clears throat> and then. Um, let me see if I pulled the rest of his list here. Got it. Um, or do I not have his list? Of course, I don't have his list right now. Anyway, 
Uh, it's a very solid army. He's got uh, an engineer squad with a flamethrower in there. He's got a couple other infantry squads, the Zinri, the, a mortar team, a sniper, I think. Um, uh, let me think over there, lieutenant. Anyway, so it's meeting engagement. We're on uh, Pat's train table. It's got that berm with the train on it that runs slightly diagonal down the center of the table. Um, I played on this table a few times. I really like this table, which maybe that gives me a little advantage because I kind of have a good feel for it. I don't know. Maybe the table likes you back. I think the table might like me back. <laughs> uh, so we roll on. Uh, we're rolling on, I should say, that first turn. I'll advance. We're, both of us are just like, screw it. We're just putting everything on in the first wave. Let's just do this because, again, we're all so tired. <laughs> um, so he's getting units on. I'm getting units on. And we're kind of cat and mousing about our tanks uh, because... It was pretty clear to us that once our armor was going to counter the other person's armor and then more or less have free reign, as long as he stays out of range of my Panzerfaust. So uh, it was going to be a bit of a it was going to be a bit of a mess. But he has a Nebelwerfer he wheels on in the corner uh, out in open ground, and seeing as we were playing the way we were, I decided I took a chance since it was um, rolling on first wave, and I sent my empty truck with the MMG rolling up the hill, and it could. You know, advance on and take long range shots at that at that Nebelwerfer. Uh, I think I hit four or five hits on it. It's inexperienced. I, I killed one guy on it. So and that's a pin. and a pin. The pin yeah. was the important yeah. part. That sucked, but I was like, yeah. well, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, I really want that thing gone though, because uh, when Nebelwerfers decide they want to start rolling sixes, it deletes armies. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's why it puts them out there. Yep. yep. And so, towards the end of that, I, I had to take the chance, and I brought the tank on to finish the job, and it, it blasts the Nebelwerfer. I'm really pretty sure the tank was what took that Nebelwerfer off the table, was shooting. Um, but then I had to take return fire from his tank, thankfully he missed. Uh, and his Zinri was in the center of the table, kind of pushed up on that train berm, so he could go to either side of that train, because that train runs the long axis of the table and kind of bisects the table and line of sight pretty heavily. So I spent the next couple turns playing cat and mouse with my tank uh, to keep it firing at his tank and not being shot at by that Zinri that's got a medium anti-tank on it that's going to wreck me if he hits me. Uh, eventually, he, he foobars, or was it a foobar? Just failed an uh, order test on his tank and backs up, and eventually it gets killed. Or, excuse me, hold that thought. That's going to happen in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> because something else happens first. He's moving an infantry squad up. I'm trying to advance my guys up to get in Panzerfaust range of that Zinri because I don't think I have anything else that can take it. Uh, my mortar team can't see anything because they're at the back of the table and I don't bring—I didn't bring a spotter. Uh, my mistake. There's a lot of train on the board so I just started firing smoke to try to block the Zinri's line of sight. Um, sure. Which didn't land in an appropriate spot so the smoke doesn't really do anything but it, you know, it's something for the mortar team to do. Um, cool. I'm punching his tank with mine. I put He's moving a squad up toward the flamethrower engineering squad up like a, I think it's an eight-man squad up to barbecue my <coughs> guys with the Panzerfaust to protect the Zinri, uh, and his tank Fubars. And oh, we roll on the chart, and it targets, and I get to pick its shooting target. Because oh. he rolls the bad one. And I was like, well, we're going to put all four machine guns on that engineering squad. And, and I was like, and I'm thinking, it's, a, it's an eight- or nine-man squad. It's got a flamethrower. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, you know, a couple guys out of that squad and a couple pins might keep them from flamethrowing my guys and save me the day. He rolls it up. Yep. I think he hit 18 of his 20 shots. Dear something God. stupid like that. Yeah. And I think he did like yeah. 11 or 12 casualties. There you go. Wipe, wipe the unit off the table. 
That's and just like, and, and we're just looking at each other like, Jesus. Like, that just happened? That just happened. He's like, I wish you could have, I wish you could have shot your shit that Exactly. Long. It's just like, well, well, shit. Right? And, yeah, that sucks. And that, I'm not going to say that completely, like, that didn't win the game per se, but it absolutely changed the momentum of the game completely. It went from a what I consider to be like I'm not sure I'm going to win this game. It's going to be a pretty even slog out. To I am now in the advantageous position. Sure. Uh, and I continued by that point. I had brought my armored car on the far right side. It finally got around to killing things, and I could push up my infantry on that side because the Zinri has to respect my tank now and my squad sure. of Panzerfaust, so it can't go over to support the other side of the table. Uh, and I was able to push up, and once I got close, my infantry was very good at close range and ended up just rolling through units of his until it ended up with a major win for me. Nice. But that was unfortunate for him. He, he took it really well. I mean, dude dude was totally cool about it. Because we had been joking about how much that tank deletes infantry units, and, and it did. It just happened it's to be his unit this time. <laughs> just happened to be his this yeah, time, yeah. That sucks. Which, which kind of blew, but, you know. It, yeah, it is I, what it is. I played Jeff uh, when we were down at Bug Eater, and he, he is a fun guy to play against. Super fun, yeah. yeah. It's a super fun cool. game. And I told him, I, I, I told him, sir, I was like, you're getting my best opponent vote, because, dude, that was, a, a, that's a super fun game. B, you, you took, a, I don't know what you want to call that, a, <laughs> like a champ. <laughs> right. Because it's just like, yeah. even I was like, holy shit, dude. And I let him roll the dice for it, right? I was like, that wasn't me rolling. I let him roll for his own unit. <laughs> Maybe you want to, yeah, I was gonna say you want to ask him to roll your dice for you when you play the next uh, tournament. Right. I'm gonna say he might, he <laughs> might want me rolling dice on that next time. Gonna, shit. He's gonna be your, he's gonna be your dice, dice guy, caddy. I was gonna, see, I was gonna call him other things, but that's probably <laughs> <laughs> dice jockey, dice jockey, yeah, dice jockey. Yeah. That's a good that, uh, dice caddy. caddy. There we go, caddy. caddy. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's like, super oh, fun. It's it was good lines. I don't know. I'm I'm less convinced about the inexperienced Neville Werfer. When it has to deploy first round, you can't put it in cover. Well, and, and it can't shoot. That sucks yep. too. I, I I've like gone back and forth on Neville Werfers, but as soon as you can't shoot at that first round, losing a turn of shooting sucks. Like that's why I like the Katusha. It's inexperienced. It's it's inexpensive and it can shoot first. Agreed. Turn. So yeah. that's a big deal. Well, like you can't lose that extra turn, especially when you're like I'm just playing averages. Yep. Not according to Dale, though, or according to Dale. Yeah, it's one of the two. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's 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 just, and it, the inexperienced part is what bothers me because by by odds, again, that medium machine gun should have wiped that unit. Uh, yeah, and, and that's and even if it doesn't, that's still, you know, that's a pin. That's a lot of damage to it. That's a concern now because yeah. it's in the open and it has something shooting at it. Um, yeah, that's not a great place. That's for a, not a great place to be. He did kill that yeah. truck, and I, I knew that was going to happen. I mean, that's just sort of. I knew it was getting sacrificed when I ruled it up like that to put pins on the Nebelwerfer, but again, you have sure. to respect a Nebelwerfer. Yeah, you don't want it to eat your units. Because he doesn't want you no, to eat your army for sure. Because the second you don't, someone gets on a lucky string of sixes and death just wrecks you. Yeah, so totally. Oh, that's always fun. But super fun game, super fun game. And there's cool. a lot more to it, but my brain's fried, so... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, by, by round three, my brain was fried, too. I remember highlights of my game three, and the thing that happened that, ca- that caused things to change. But, uh, yeah, so I... Are, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super okay. fun guy. I won the battle with Jess for now, but we'll have a Jeffrey match at some point. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You do it again. Absolutely. So I I played Mike, the, uh, the owner of the store... Uh, beautiful army by the way he loved his army i was like this is fantastic he's playing brits um he had 
A fair amount of armor in his list, which I was kind of like, e okay, I got to deal with this, some armor. Um, thankfully, I was relatively equipped to deal with some of it. Uh, so highlights of the game, my so well highlights. I say this highlights. I feel like this is a game where I think everything that happened, you know, was like, oh, of course this is going to happen, right? He rolls his artillery on. He marks, or not his artillery, his artillery observer, because he's putting the Brits. Turn one, drops a marker, and proceeds to roll an 11 when it it hit. First of all, it hit, and then rolled an 11. So he maximized his hits. Of course, you know, I can't get enough shit out of the way at that point. Um, so I think he hit four units, and I think he deleted almost two of them. And you're like, yep, that's that's how this game's going to go. Um Stupid stuff like my my mortar my like my mortar my MVP heavy mortar hit hit a tank and destroyed it which was awesome I think it was my mortar that did the job uh, and then proceeded to get them blown off by his medium mortar so it was just like we were we were trading a couple times early game uh, I will say this is where my Panzerwerfer disappointed me greatly because we were playing on I think Jeff uh, Jeff your your does your I don't know if it's Jeff or, uh, like your Africa board. Mm-hmm. That has all the tables or all the all yeah, the yeah. all the buildings. The West, the West right? African a, table, yeah. Yeah. So I have a shit ton of things to target. And I can hit three or four units at a shot because right, there's nowhere for him to not put his units that are within range of a building. Yep. So I'm able to like shoot at him and I basically hit nothing the entire game. I actually don't think I hit anything the entire game. And then by that time my I, my Nebelwerf or my Panzerwerfer got knocked off got knocked out. So it was just a matter of I think I got down a couple dice early in the game, and I felt like I had to come back, and then probably threw a lot of shit away for no reason. Mm. So it was kind of, it was kind of a psychological effect where I was able to like, I was basically running my stuff into his, into his. You got in your own head. His, uh, I don't think it was a. I don't know. I got yeah. I got in my own head. I'm like I have to. I have to make up dice, so I have to like find a way to make up dice. And what happened was that just bit me in the ass because I did not have an army that was suited to be able to like take his army on toe to toe he had you know he had multiple armor pieces and he had some big units and he was taking uh, the get to shoot extra shots for every three models so you know he's putting out a ton of shots Um, I had small veteran squads so he was like I can do enough I can hit enough times and wound enough times that basically your units are nothing anymore Mm -hmm. so Ideally, I should have never brought any of my units out to play, and I should have just all stayed hidden and waited for my opportunities, and I didn't do that, so it cost me the game. Um, great game. Mike Mike definitely played it to his advantage. He, he knew what he was doing, and he actually you know, was able to like put the pressure on, and it, it paid for him to do what he did, mm-hmm. but... His Gurkhas didn't do shit the entire game, <laughs> which <laughs> he didn't need. He didn't need them to do anything. That's the disappointing part. Like by the time the Gurkhas got in, I'm like, oh yeah, you've already cleaned my clock, dude. It doesn't matter what the Gurkhas do anymore. Like anything that's left, the Gurkhas have. So yeah, it it was a good last game. I was tired anyway, but it was a lot, lot of that going was, around. Dude, I got my ass handed to me seven ways a Sunday in that game, and I you know I could try to sit there and try and evaluate why, but it was I know what it was. It was me trying to. Trying to over like overcompensate for having been down early in the game, so didn't help. Dale, how was your third game? Because you were you you were in a better position than I was at this point. Yeah, so so game three um, saw me uh, facing off against John um, John Stents and his oh, better you than me. <laughs> and so you didn't have enough points. I couldn't put you up there. I tried. Thank God. Um, <laughs> 
and that wasn't that wasn't my intention for the weekend honestly because um, in order for me to compete with John um, on a regular day uh, for him I've got to be like really plugged in and ready to go because um, John's just a better player than I am and so um, and that and that wasn't the case for me um, at this particular tournament that but that's that's okay because it, that wasn't really my intention for the tournament I was just trying to finish all my games and, and see if I could learn something about some of the units in my list. Um, but we, we kicked this off and um, we were playing on, um, was it a riverboard? Yep, yeah, it was that winter riverboard, uh, which with, is uh, Battle of the Bulge. With two bridges on it, I think. Yep. And so um, so his, his, um, his bombs go down on the bridges, on my side, actually. And and so I I'm like okay, and then he he kept almost everything off the board. He had a sniper on the board, and um, and so um, I kind of like to play aggressive, and I like um, in my head, and, and this might be like in the same approach to um, to my my approach to dice rolling and 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 luck and that kind of thing. Um, it it sounds good in my head, but it that may not actually be how the world works. <laughs> so I like, <laughs> I like having, um, I like having, or, um, units on the board so I can activate them because if they're not on the board, then that's a wasted activation. And so there's a resource that sure. I can't take advantage of. Um, but if there isn't anything for you to do with an action, it doesn't matter if it's, if, if it's on the board or not. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, it, by the end of the first turn, I was down four dice already and he had yeah. none. So, um, I had um, I cleared off all of the bombs, but the last one uh, took out an entire unit of my veteran scouts. Um, we we had a, a sniper off, and I pulled the first dice. And in that scenario, it's it's my sniper on his, and so you take you take the shot. And I think I missed, um, and then he killed my veteran sniper with his regular one. And so um, jerk. at that point, and then. Um, I got lucky, uh, air quotes. I, I rolled an, an LMG squad onto the table and picked off his spotter for his sniper. And then I pushed my gas forward because at that point I'm like, okay, I've got to try to pull something out here. And just like Rick, um, I, don't, I don't think it's necessarily being inside my own head per se. It's, um, it was table one. It's the last round of the tournament my instincts are to push for it to see if I can if I can make something happen mm-hmm. um, and um, what what I think what I think the mistake was is that I didn't I wasn't thoughtful in how I tried to push and just like Rick had noted I think it would have been a better play on my part if I'd kind of consolidated what I had remaining and then tried to push together in, in certain avenues to maybe yeah. grab dice back. Mm-hmm. And so and so I rolled forward after having cleared off uh, the mine on one of the bridges with my gas to try to, to clear off the, the sniper. Missed with all the shots. And, you know, that's okay. And then he rolls his inexperienced open top howitzer and, and, and blows my gas off the table. <laughs> it's like... Needing a six? I think it was no? just a five, actually. Because it, okay. he was still on the road, and there wasn't really any intervening intervening cover, so he had moved sure. and was inexperienced. 
And so, right. and so it was just a five. So not, you know, not crazy or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't even remember what it was that I lost. I lost the other dice with. I think, um, I I don't know. I think he shot off one of my my truck or something like that after I dumped a bunch of guys out of it. And so, so at the end of, of the first turn, I'm down four dice, and I'm like, okay, um, what what can I do here? And so we played out the rest of the game. I picked up three off of him, and he grabbed another five off of me or six off of me, I think. And so it's just it's just back and forth. And the thing with John is that um, he doesn't he doesn't make mistakes or or very rarely makes mistakes. And if he had made any mistakes in that game, I, I wasn't in any kind of position to kind of to claw back or, or make him pay for those mistakes. So um, it ended up being a major win to him. Yeah, he just just took me apart. So it was really interesting to see him to see him work the list. Um, and it, it was actually a good lesson because um, because on my approach thinking about the WTC and team play and stuff like that. Um, and it goes counter to how I typically play solo in tournaments, you know, playing for the minor loss or playing for the draw, um, which doesn't sound exciting and it doesn't necessarily feel good because if, if John and I, if I'd, if I'd played for the draw and we'd gotten a draw, then I don't think either of us would have won a tournament. So, um, you know, maybe maybe table two someone, if they majored or, or minor win, then they pass us. And so... But I think maybe the right call in that scenario is just to just play conservative, conservatively and, and pull back. So in John and I, we had this back and forth for a long time. We used to draw or trade wins. And, and going into that game, I think he's plus one on me. And, um, and now he's back to being plus two. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean... I, I did stop over at your table towards the beginning of the game, and he thanked me for the matchup because he does enjoy playing you. So, yeah, that? well, I think I think he enjoys that that I'll I'll gamble and needlessly throw my shit at him <laughs> 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 because because I think I think he knows that if it's the last round of the game, I mean, yeah, it's just not in me to to not go for it, and so you know, and it's yeah, That's, I mean, it's just he played. He played it exactly, exactly like he should have, and he's really good at synergizing everything together. So he'll, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll, he'll run up. You know, he he got he got an early dice advantage, so then he's able to to cascade everything together on the back end of a turn. You know, he'll roll up, he'll put some pins on it, he'll get that. You know, he'll get the early dice. So the flamethrower unit comes out, kills a guy, morale check with minus five pins or something, and so it's just like everything just works together, and so um, and all of the things that I had to kind of throw you know, throw wrenches in, into his plants he's able to, to pick off pretty early and um, yeah, really really, really good player, and I yeah, much better than I am, so yeah, it's a good game There's no shame in losing to John Stas No, 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 not at all, and no. And even even if I'd had the list that I'd wanted to take, I I don't think it necessarily would have ended any differently. Um, so the trick I think is um, is the bombs to start with. I just don't have anything to kind of easily clear those away, um, which puts me on the back yeah. foot because I like to play forward. Mm-hmm. And with the bombs there, yeah, it's just it's just 
you know, it's, it's risky because there's always a chance that that six is going to come up, and when it does, then that's three d six hits, and it's pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. It was really good. So, yeah, and that was yeah. that was kind of how things tailed off for me there. I took a, a big L, zero points in the last round. So. Well, there are several people that had that. I do. Um, John's other two opponents would be at the top of the list. I was um, <laughs> I was really tired, and that's not an excuse or anything. Um, that's just to, to tell Pat that I definitely appreciate that it was meeting engagement in the last round. <laughs> because and not that, like uh, something with confused exactly confused because like, oh surrounded or something. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, I would have cried. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would have. I would have probably forfeited as soon as my first dice was gone. <laughs> so that was like, that I'm was good. the right call. I could have packed up some tables earlier. Damn it! I should have done that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would have still tried. I, I'll tough it out. I'll try my best to tough it out. I tough. I played the. I could have probably called that game against Mike well before it was turn six, but I, I decided I would play it out, get the game done. So yep. I hear that. Do do what you're supposed to do. So the results then, if it isn't obvious, uh, John Stentz won with three major victories. Well done, John. Yeah, John. Yeah. And uh, as always, Evan came in second uh, with. Uh, he had. Looks like he had one major and two minor victories. Mm-hmm. Nice job, Evan. Uh, so he had 50 points. And then Ian also had a major and two minors, and it came down to secondary objectives between those two, between second and third. Uh, Jeff came and clawed his way back up from an early setback yeah. to finish fourth overall, as we mentioned earlier, with 45 points. Nice job, Jeff. With, uh, with Italians, even. With, with Italians. Italians. And having the <laughs> highest order dice... Um, kill. So I, I we need to play some games because I can teach you guys some stuff about preserving your order dice. I think that's a good <laughs> idea. So. Is it called playing Italians? Yeah. Not just playing Italians because I had very good ratios with all my armies. Now I I lost auxiliary dice. That was what cost me mm-hmm. big. And again, I would have if if I could go back in time, that list would it was not optimized for playing in a tournament. By a no, you, you alluded to they were finished models that you could play with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I could I could have played them differently too. I could have made them right. I could have taken, so I took six five man veteran squads with nothing like just vanilla, and I could have made them what four eight man squads instead. Almost maybe I could have gotten closer to, mm-hmm. what ten models over four units. That's I could have gotten to like four nine man units, and that might have been a better mm-hmm. choice. I was trying to get my dice order count up, see what that was like, but it wasn't good. It didn't work out. <laughs> I would never do it again. So finishing fifth was John E., who uh, Rick, I believe, had played. Yeah, I, I definitely gave him the little uh, trampoline bounce on that yeah. second game. Uh, he, he also had 40 points. And uh, also, you know, one of your other opponents there, Mike, also finished right behind that, also with 40 points. And the tiebreaker, tiebreaker between oh, the two was yeah, secondaries. Yeah. So. Again, trampolined that last round. Yep. Uh, and then and trailing behind that was finally another Axis player that was a non Snafu member. That was Ryan Seacrest. No, what? No, wait, no. Wagen. Yep, my first so German opponent. Germans, Germans. Right? Yep. German. Yep. So nice. uh, both Ryan and John, when they sign up for Operation Snafu, will have their Operation Snafu entry fee refunded to them. Nice. So congratulations You're welcome. to those two. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. yep. And then just for fun, just because I like crunching numbers, here's some other stuff for you. Yeah. 
Totally. So uh, at 1,000 points, uh, the average order dice for all the lists was about 12 and a half. Okay. The average order dice for Axis was 12. The average order dice for Allies was just over 13. Sounds about right. Okay. So, yeah, Allies have a tendency to gravitate towards that free order dice thing. Yep. Uh, and there were quite yeah, a few I, German lists, and that gets kind of difficult to push high, high order dice Germans. So. I mean, I, I, I pushed the average up, but it wasn't a good choice. I think, I think anything other than Japanese for Axis is tough to push the order dice up. Yeah. Yeah. There's just there's just not access to a lot of small units that you'd want to take. Yeah. <laughs> so the mean average score for scenario points was thirty. So if you're above that, you uh, you beat the curve. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, the mean for secondary objectives was eight point two. And then just for fun, I totaled up everyone's uh, opponents' total point the total points that you had for all three of your opponents strength of schedule so strength, strength of schedule, schedule. Yeah. and the mean for that was 87.5 so if you're under that you, you might have had somebody who didn't do very well and you might have been the result of that uh, so just for fun John Stentz finished with a bonus strength of schedule of 90 nice uh, Evan yeah. had a 75 Ian had a 95 Jeff you were at 85 I'll take it. And John was at 75, and Mike was at 70. Dale, you ran through the buzzsaw with 120 points. If you ever strike the schedule. <laughs> well, that's what happens here at table Ooh, one. Yeah. That's all right. Sydney and, Mon- uh, Sydney and Monty also had, had 115. So, wow. Jesus. Uh, Rick just. If you want to be the best, curious. you got to beat the best. Oh, actually not, but I'm just, yeah, I mean, let me hear it. Yeah, that's okay. That's so, very good. It's yeah. respectable. So, enough. you you helped your opponents do well, is what that. Yeah, basically. That's not wrong. Uh, We also had three players that all of their opponents considered them their favorite opponent. Uh, Monty, who won Sportsman. Uh, And then I think we'd mentioned earlier that Luke also did that, and Mm -hmm. so did Rocky. There you go. All three great guys to play. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, yeah. So if you sit down in a tournament and one of those three names is your opponent, you know you're going to have a fun game. Absolutely. Yeah. So, That's awesome. Yeah, seek those guys out to play if you can. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's Operation Sniper, you can. So. Yeah. So, I, I think, think they'll, all will they all be there? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, will they all be there? And cool. then we know that John Stentz walked away the best painted because his stuff is just, just so creative and so gorgeous when he puts his stuff together. Yeah, it's really it's, good. It's fun. It's <laughs> often really fun. Partisans yeah. can do that too, right? Like, they do really give you a, a canvas to work with. And now he did a. I used to say I feel like he used a lot of Warlord models, though. He was using a lot of mm-hmm. the... Uh, the Sea Lion um, stuff, wasn't it? Sea Lion. Yeah. Sea Lion stuff, yeah, totally. Which makes great... Make great partisans, apparently. They do. Would, way more creative than I would have thought about. I was like just looking at partisan and models. And also, yeah. uh, finishing second, <laughs> only two votes two votes behind John was was the other John, John Redmond, with his oh. with his oh, French. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Those were super good looking yeah. models, by the way. They had nice contrasts and just like super nicely like blended. Yeah, I was glad I randomly ran into ran into him at the source and got him signed up because yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was way cool to see him there. And his, his army is gorgeous. Yeah. So there you go. That was theater hey, four. Uh, hey Pat, I yeah. have a I have a follow up question since I know what you like crunching numbers and statistics. Did you compile or figure out how many people got major wins in scenarios? Oh, oh yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna do that one too, because I, I, did. I, I felt like I was disparaging about that earlier, and I'm kind of curious if <laughs> how uh, far off base I was. All right, so here's here's a fun thing. There were a total of three draws, once per round, and the first two rounds were done by the same person. 
And that, and that was well, that was Mike. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I remember commenting him at the end of the, the second round because the first two rounds he was dead last in turning in the the score sheet, and he hands me this like dead even draw, and I'm like, I waited five minutes for this. What the hell? <laughs> so was, I didn't even realize there was a draw scenario. I guess there has to be in that, especially in that first one. I guess yeah. you could be contesting yeah, all yep. of them. There's, there's draws, or you could both be holding one. So yep. Jeff, do you remember what your prediction was? Uh, I think I ended up saying there'd be quite a few. Um, you had after, a specific number in last episode. I want to say it was stupid high, like, I don't know, 17 or something you, stupid you, like that? You said 16. 16, okay. <laughs> so I, con- I contributed two in there, so I'm trying to bank the numbers. So in round one, there was two major victories. Round two, there was nine. And round three, there were five. So Did I nail it? Did I nail it? You nailed it. Wow. Well, I rigged the numbers by getting two of those. No, nobody, no, no. There's no such thing as luck. <laughs> so, and that there was uh, 17 minor victories throughout the course of the tournament. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's so that, that's re- that sounds pretty. I think solid. that's okay. Yeah, I think that that's sounds awesome. great. Yeah. Across the field, so an even number of There's 44 percent major victories. That's no, I think that's a good breakout breakdown. Yeah. Without yeah, really thinking about it too much, that feels right. Well, let me let me ask you the question. Did anyone? I mean, yes, I already know the answer to this. There's only one person that scored three major. That is correct. Right. Right. So you don't even have to figure out anything else. Like, there's no tiebreaker needed. Just for second place right. and third place. Right. Yep. Which which means it's okay. Like you've got pretty close in a three game tournament. Like the number of major victories was was adequate to get you a victor. Yep. yep. So I think that's I think that's completely reasonable. So, and again, thanks awesome. to Mike and Valeron Cafe, who also provided the prize support for the top uh, top access, top ally, top overall, top nice. painted, yeah. and top Super sportsman. awesome. So, Super awesome. Yeah, totally. Cool. Yeah, the um, the pile of goodies was pretty substantial, so well done. It was. Uh, Warlord Games I also came through <laughs> with a little more, and I think they would uh, give to a standard uh, silver level event. Because we had so many new people, right? And that was because uh, Dr. John, he said, because we have so many new people. He said, he was supposed to just send me like two screws for each of them. He ended up sending me like five or six boxes of stuff. That's and awesome. Then, and then uh, the Snafu podcast also sponsored that with some of their some of their funds when we liquidated uh, going out of business store. <laughs> <laughs> that works. And also special thanks to Matt Anderson Games for the fins he donated to me. So <laughs> yeah, I, thanks, Matt. Nice. I, I spread some of the wealth thanks, of that, Matt. too, since fins are very low on my list of stuff to get to. I've got two other armies to get through first. That's fair. Yeah. So... Pat, really well done. Thank you, man. Yeah, super well yeah, done, yeah, Pat. It was super fun. It was a lot of fun running it. I, would, uh, I look forward to actually getting to play in one, but that's probably a ways out yet because I think we've still got another one. Oh, there's that one in October that I think Matt Peterson's running. I'll try and see if I can get to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't there one in Yeah, Wisconsin there's one that's too, a, to. a bit of a... Um, it's like oh, yeah, three or four hours away. It's a little one day or so. But Yeah. Uh, I just... I've learned during this that I'm like, yeah, I definitely need to play a shit yeah, so why. Yeah. Right. And I, I gotta tell you, the only way you get better is practice. Yep. Yeah, oh, that's, that's for sure. You know. Oh, I, I, I will actually place, I will say something else about this tournament. I, I watched you, I was, <laughs> I walked by you, Jeff, and I was like, son of a gun, that guy's got an apron on. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> he's got all his shit all 
tucked away, and like I'm like that's pretty ingenious. I, I'm like I'm not sure if I can pull it off. But. I, I got to tell you, so there was a guy at Snafu, I, well, whatever, Late, last, 2019, yep, last tw- the 2019, and he had a carpenter's apron on like that, right? Yep, and I yep, walked by yep. and I was like, and the first time I saw it, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say, I was like, oh wow, that looks geeky. What right, dark, yeah. and then like I sat down and I was like, I played the next time I played in the tournament. I'm carrying, trying to organize all these dice, all these fucking templates, my tape measure, my I got shit rolling everywhere. And I'm like, that guy was a fucking genius. I'm the <laughs> idiot. <laughs> and so I, I, went, I went to the hardware store oh and I bought one the next day, and it was the best thing ever. Because like all all my dice are there. My I got my laser pointers. I got my pen and everything's And even with my fat ass stomach, I mean, I still can get to everything real quick. So it's perfect. <laughs> That's a really so, good yeah, idea. Holy it's shit. it's super handy. It's super handy. I, I'm not gonna lie. The first time uh, I saw you, I was like, "Wow, what a door. Yeah. But I was also like, and my brain was like, "Well, that's pretty freaking ingenious." I'm like, "You have all your shit right yeah. there, and you, it's not on the table." So, like I could lose my templates every three seconds. When I, I think we um, I think we might need to update the the U.S. team uniform for WTC to include an apron. <laughs> With a huge American flag, yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, no shirts. So, oh, ooh, I don't know about the no shirts bit, but <laughs> I don't think you want that. I don't, I don't think anybody wants that. That's a great idea, that. though. I hadn't, even, I, yeah, I didn't, I, 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 yeah. You know, and the thing is, is like, so this is this is the old man in me starting to talk here. But like, Pat and I were at Bug Eater, and we joked afterwards. We're like. We really should get some anti fatigue mats to stand on because man, my knees oh, are killing sure. me. And it's like and we're kind of like ha 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 ha. We're old men. Also, it's like, you know, actually, that's a really damn good idea. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> man, after three rounds, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, my everything hurts. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. No matter how you remember to sit down between everything, you still are standing forever. Especially these places that you know usually they're. You know, a gymnasium, gymnasium floor or a concrete floor. You know, they yeah. got Operation Snafu. Right. We've got carpet in that place. Yeah, yeah. but even that is like. That? And if you're not drinking water the whole time, you're going to end up cramping. So I mean. Oh yeah. yeah bring a banana. Yeah, eat a banana in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to add that to my pre-tournament routine then. So. I uh, I I, couple, couple yep. I keep a gallon jug of water out in the back of the car. I went out between rounds and just chugged on that thing. <laughs> but yeah, I. The anti-fatigue mat. The funny thing is that someone was like, I, you know, I think someone posted a picture from the tournament. And they're like, I heart that man wearing the sandals. And I'm like, dude, no. no. Like, I wear my, like, squishiest New Balance shoes. Thickest socks like, you own. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything is like, I'm trying to keep my feet as, and I'm, I'm, I never sit during tournaments. I'm the worst person when it comes to sitting at tournaments because I don't, I should, but I yeah. don't. And. It, it just makes me feel like I'm unengaged in the tournament. Yeah, I'm the with game. you too, like, Rick. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like I want to be participating, and if you're sitting down, you really don't. It doesn't or, I'm afraid. Like, I'm, I'm afraid that I'm not going to give my opponent a good game if I sit down. Because I'm not engaged, well, uh, you know. Like, there's no yeah. back and forth. But Yeah, yeah exactly. There's the, the, your body language says you're not interested, which uh, is not the. the I, mod, like, you don't I, I agree. I always uh, I sit a fair amount, and I always tell my opponents, I was like, I apologize, but I'm going to sit a little bit here. It's it's not because I'm not interested. It's because I'm fucking yeah. old and tired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But no, I, 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 I feel it. bad about it, but at the same time, man, I, I don't even think I can stand those whole times anymore. Yeah. That hurts. So I think I'm going to one-up you, Jeff. I think I'm actually going to just get a carpenter's belt, like an actual right. carpenter's Nothing belt. wrong with that. Go for it, man. God, please like, please wear a, the it, shirt instead of what you posted in here. 
<laughs> well, just the idea of like it, it has a spot for a tape measure, like yeah. it's made to hold a tape yeah. measure. Like, I don't think it's dumb at all. I think it's. I mean, I love mine. Obviously, I've, I've worn it to yeah. two tournaments now, and I struggle to imagine going without it anymore. Right. Uh, I yeah. I can carry a hammer too for those models that I don't like. My opponents. <laughs> You have a Neville Warfer? Not you know what, for me, it's it's like I've got one corner of my board that usually has my templates and all of yeah. my dice. Yep. And if, if yep. I've got somewhere else to put that, especially if we're in a tournament where there isn't a ton of extra space, yep. then that's that's a great idea. I'm really liking that. So. Yeah, because yeah, I used I used the tray that Pat gave us just to store my dice. Yep. Right. I just put all my dice, like everything, my pins and my dice all went in that thing, and I was just rolling them on the mats, but like... I could just as easily do it in my. That, that my actual biggest problem was is I bought clear acrylic templates to to so I because I could I lost my three inch somewhere, <laughs> so I had to find a new one. So I bought some nice acrylic ones, but they're clear. So you lost those. So, so, so they're hard to find. Yeah, they're hard to find like, on the table. Where the hell? <laughs> yeah, where the hell are they? I'm like they're somewhere around here. I'm like, oh yeah, they're over there. So, but just putting them back in my pocket. So, uh, be a quick better. special uh, thanks to Deep Cut Studios for providing all those dice mats. Yeah, even though my dice yeah, rolled like yeah, garbage nice. on them, they still look really nice. I'll keep yeah. it at home for I, some other purpose. Well, and I and I really loved it for storing dice. Yeah, like it was great for just like I throw all my dice in there and they weren't rolling all over the place and randomly in the way and stuff. Yeah. So it kept me organized where normally I don't. We, we yeah, we didn't need it at this tournament, Pat, because Battleground had enough space. But like I'm thinking, Bug Eater, who is it that always brings that collapsible trolley cart with them? Paul Stewart. You know, I thought that was dorky too, but boy, when you don't have anywhere to put your army, did you see John Stence's? Yeah, yeah, Stence, yeah. Stence had a like a hotel yep. trolley with him. That's what I'm talking about, like a collapsible one to fit in the truck, back of the truck, easy when you're traveling, and then yep. someplace just to set your army so you don't have to worry about kicking it or stepping on it or someone sitting on it or knocking it off the corner yep. of the table or having it to set it on the set it on the, the table that you're you know not moving terrain around and you know. Possibly yeah. damaging that. Well, especially exactly. especially if there's not room at the tournament, that would make a big difference. Yeah. So, but I, I will say John's display board might have been a, a tad excessive, but it's that's you know it, it definitely added to the appeal of his army. But I was like watching him trying to walk the thing around. I'm like, dear lord, <laughs> that's gonna somebody's gonna die. It's either gonna be his army or someone's head is gonna get clocked. But um, yeah, you go, you, know, you go all out. You know, <laughs> he, he definitely yeah. went all out to make it, it. It looks amazing. It does look really it good. Does. I'm not saying it doesn't. It's just. And, and thankfully, he brought his trolley, knowing that he wasn't going to have room at a table to put his like, no. what was a two by three board? It was I don't know. It was, yeah, massive. It, was it felt massive. It large. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, his wood was huge. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I wasn't going to say. Anything I was. Like <laughs> it must be getting late. <laughs> yeah, Pat. It was a great turn. Seriously, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't even. I can't even go to bed yet because I got to stay up and rub some pork butts to put them on the grill. Tonight, rub some still, butt because I need nine hours. Yeah, you know? that sounds uh, amazing. Yeah. Why are you Why are you rubbing I mean, your butt? Worse yes, pork butts, pork butts, meat yeah, to yeah. put on the. On you the gotta make sure you give a nice slap when you're uh, when you're done rubbing them. Right. Let them know you're yeah. there. <laughs> hey, Facebook tells me it's your birthday today, Rick. Hey, yes, yeah, after midnight. Oh, happy oh, birthday! Sh- shit, it is yeah, not my happy birthday, birthday, man. I I turn forty now, so I'm I'm in the big boy leagues Ooh. now. I don't know. I don't know if that's really true, but that's just like thirty nine with a couple extra days experience. I yeah, I, I might be having a bit of a midlife crisis. So. <laughs> not not to the point where I'm gonna like buy a sports car and divorce my wife, but like you know, find a new job and 
buy, buy a Romanian army and paint it. And <laughs> I already bought the oh. Romanian army. I bought something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, the, the uh, we'll see. Just the yeah, well, I was working on the Romanian infantry. I was actually getting somewhere with them, but I uh, hung that hat up for now because I think the other choices are... Dale made my, my decisions more compelling, unfortunately. It's fun to have lots of choices. Yep. It is. It is, and I think in the long run, this is probably a better choice for... The, I, this is a World Team Championship army that I'm working yep. on, but I think it is probably a better choice for overall what we need or what I need to be able to compete. Hey, speaking of which, uh, it sounds like we're going to be able to get uh, Paul Walker on to talk about some WTC stuff next Ooh. episode. Yeah, that'd so. be cool. That'll be good. I've got a lot of questions for him. Just keep... I was going to say, I'll keep asking him the same questions. Well, you know, you know he's going to say, I have new oh, questions. in 48 hours, I'll get back to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Dale's so got all the questions. We'll, I have no yeah, questions. We'll, we'll confirm the last question we fired across the way, and if folks listen, they'll hear that. But we do have a big announcement for WTC. Um, Jeff has officially joined the USA Team 1, so congratulations, mm-hmm. Jeff. USA, USA. And we're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm a nice guy. That's cool that Jeff's coming with us. And it's not that the team has changed, but Jeff is coming in as the alternate. So um, he'll be be participating. um, And the plan right now, and he'll be traveling. And so the alternate, according to the website, is is there in case of illness or... um, last minute um, unable to participate whatever the case may be Um, but I think um, I think whether he'll be playing or captaining we'll we'll have to wait to see how it it transitions but yeah I'm excited Uh, congratulations Jeff thanks for for joining us yeah happy to be aboard I'm I'm excited that all of SNAFU are going this time obviously we were going to before it didn't work out that you were going to be able to join us that was just timing didn't work out so now it's awesome you're going to come with us very excited Absolutely. Fabulous. Cool. Um, I think we'll call it there for the night. It's Pat, again, very well-run tournament. Thank you for yeah, running super it. Yeah, 100%. It's, if, if you want to run like six more before WTC, that'd be great. <laughs> I kind of play in one. I need some practice, too. Okay, fine. I'll, I will run one of those. As long as you. I set it all up for you. Yeah, you do all the you do all the hard work. <laughs> and thanks I mean, for I, everyone I coming out. We had twenty four people sign up for a one day tournament. Yeah, so. that's super good. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's huge. really good. And and we had, uh, I think we had at one point. There's basically a total of thirty between you know drops and ads and stuff like that. So and other people who had reached out and said, oh, I wish I could be there, but I'm out of town. So I mean, I think uh, Operation Snafu. Last I checked, and it hasn't been updated for a week. Uh, we've got less than twelve spots left. So, all right, it's solid. And there's still room for the Recon Rumble. And I think there's at least a dozen or so spots left for that one. So, awesome. Yeah, and mine will just will be whatever it is when it happens. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that, though. That's that's exactly how it so needs to be. More to come on that next time on the Snappy Podcast. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Sounds like a sounds like a soap opera all of a sudden. That's what I was, that was going for. Oh. <laughs> on the next episode. <laughs> Of the young and the restless, I don't feel, uh, feel very young that's, anymore. That's not this podcast. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> the old, the creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good alternative. The old yes. and the creepy, the feeble and the apron. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> soon it. enough, soon <laughs> enough, we'll be. I I am all on board with finding a I am too pocket pouch thing. Uh, uh, maybe we can get some snafu branding or something happening. Dear Lord. Gonna have everything snafu branded. 
I guess that's an on hey, Spaceballs did it. Brand for so us. why not? Right, right. So well, we could, could sell them. Snap with the bed sheet. We've got a we've got a fatigue mat for you. And That's right. <laughs> Snafu the flamethrower. <laughs> Some assembly may be required. That's just Elon Musk. He does, nobody else needs to have a flamethrower for sale. <laughs> Although I don't know if he still does or not. No, he, he did. did. He's I like, think, uh, his, no one is, is ever going to want to buy this. It's like, does he even well, know? <laughs> That's the problem. He's like, I don't think anyone will buy this, except he wanted to put it on there so he could have one. Like so, of course there are people like him in the world that want a flamethrower. But anyway, that's besides the point. That's a I kind of want a flamethrower. I mean, but we could sell we could sell like a tournament tournament package that has like the pouch and the measuring tape and the and the fatigue <laughs> mat and whatever other and a shit. gallon of water <laughs> and a couple of bananas. <laughs> special special electric. We'll, we'll add some of those to the water. Water. Uh, What else could we we could have we could have we could have anti laser sunglasses for me. Yeah. So you know, you know, when somebody laser points, you're not going to get shot in the yep. eye because that always happens yep. to me. Oh, and a laser pointer, of course. You like, you have to have a laser pointer. Templates. You could have like, re- I was thinking like you could put retractable like uh, my my badge for work has a like a retractable a, lanyard. Uh, yeah, so it, like retracts back into the into the holder. You could have that for your templates. You could have like a retractable <laughs> template so that you can just use back in so you, you never lose it. A couple of kicks off all your models on the way back too. Right, yeah. Well, those are just dead then. A, a hammer to destroy other people's models when it happens. All right. Um, what else could you put in there? It's going to be a $1,000 package. Nobody's going to buy it. wonder why. Uh, All right. Uh, again, super awesome yeah. tournament, Pat. Hey, thanks for, for coming. Thanks because people showed up. I can yeah. plan all I want to, but if you guys don't show up and play, it's just me talking to myself. Well, if you keep giving away fabulous prizes like you did there, I don't think you're going to have any problem Wait with Wait till you see what we have Operation Snafu for the charity raffle. Tip of the iceberg, Dimitri. As I say, there's a. I, I really did clear that story out. Yeah, I tried. I tried as much as I could. I used all the funds I had available to do as much as much damage as we could. <laughs> and I wish I. I wish I had actually just gone to the owner and been like, "I'll buy you out for this price." And yeah, might have taken there. Bite it. He probably would have. Unfortunately, he would. Yeah, it was. It would have been a way more work than it was worth because he wasn't there. So it would have been like having some poor old lady that's you know works in an antique store to try and get it all figured out uh, <laughs> it would have been a nightmare so this worked out anyway yeah. cool very nice let's call it let's call it let's let's all go to bed except for me all right sounds good so you just tell pat yeah get all right here. this is snafu Peace. over and out all right see you guys good night everybody have fun rubbing yeah. your meat rick good night yeah i will try thank you clockwise <laughs> or counterclockwise Whichever yes. way gets it into the grain, right? Wax on, wax, wax on, off. Wax off. Uh, this is not Karate Kid. Everyone, have a good night. <laughs> night. Bye.
It's Hungarians. Oh, it Hungarians. Because it has Z- a Zrini in it. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah, Zrini too there. What's Jeff's last name? Do you know? Uh, I do. Fricker. Are we are we using last names? We don't have to. Oh, I, I was going to say, I was prefer this, not to. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting it in my book. That's why I was wondering. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's right, Fricker, you're in my book. Nice. <laughs> That'll be the opening right there. They'll be scared and you'll never listen to us again. <laughs> and I, mm, I, I, I took...